Hello, and welcome to another episode of the fantastic podcast you know as PNB. I am your lovely, lovely host for this episode here in what I call White Boy Summer 3, The Revengeance, uh, Dylan Tierney. And joining me this week is Robert B. Say hello. Excuse me, um, I think you have it correct. Like, this is actually a two and a half White Boy Summer. Excuse me, I'm sorry, Dan. Brendan, do you want to continue this idiocy? Uh, yeah. Uh, my great grandpa was black, so I don't know if I'm what, what that little <laughs> tiny sliver of me. Anyway, you said we were doing crimes. Hell crimes? yeah! Hell yeah! Bring out the knife. Bring out the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Dylan flashing a heroin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll stick ya. I'll stick ya. But uh, wait, hold on. Let, let, let me let me get my uh, cocaine soon. Oh wait, I have my knife. Hold on. I got to get up to get my knife upstairs, but, you know, like, all I can do is just flash this, uh, this, this bling here that I have around my, my ring finger. Oh, that's so cute. I wish I would have been there to see it. I know, asshole. You should have been there. (laughs) Uh, no, but, um, but yeah, this is, uh, PNB, and we are, there's no, no Kayla, no TL this week, but, uh, we got me, Brendan, and Robert holding down the fort, and we haven't done a proper PM recording in quite quite a bit, dear listeners. So uh, we got plenty plenty on the docket, plenty to go over with. But um, but hey, this is what I understand is a video games podcast. So let's uh, kind of just go around the table. Brendan, I'd like to start with you. Uh, what's oh, what's uh, what's been on the old video game playing these days? What you what you been up to? Oh gosh, I've been playing a lot of stuff. Is it ending? Is it rhyme with Metroid? No. Okay. No, it rhymes rhymes with, well, whatever. (laughs) Uh, I've been playing, I've been playing Skyward Sword. Ah, Uh, we'll start with that. Um, I talked about it on what is now a lost episode. You'll hear that in the not too (laughs) Um, or maybe too distant future, listener. Where TL, I'm 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 calling him. I'm throwing him under the bus right now. (laughs) He uh he admitted to that maybe Skyward Sword isn't the best Zelda game uh, ever made. Hmm. Um, whereas I've been like, hey, this game's pretty good. I've never played it before. I don't know how bad or janky it was before. It's not. It's it, it was pretty good for a while there, and then I hit a kind of a slow patch. It was like hmm. they there was like a three dungeon section that was really was really strong, and then there's another three dungeon s- section that I'm in right now. And in between that, was uh was was kind of slow, not not the best, but I'm still liking it quite a bit. Um, I really like how the motion controls have been mapped to the to the to the right mm-hmm. stick. It's uh it's about as responsive as the motion motion controls are, in my opinion. Um, and it does make certain things a little more trivial, but it also um it shows just how much they relied on those motion controls in this game uh, for even just mundane stuff like unlocking a, or turning a machine on in a dungeon or something to get a mechanism running or something like yeah, that. Yeah, um, they did that with a lot of first-party Wii titles. Like, I remember Prime 3 doing that a lot. Just like, oh, I got to fly the ship by, like, punching the air and, like, cranking my fist or whatever. Like, uh... To be fair... I don't think it's as bad as Prime Prime mm, Threes. Okay. I think Prime Threes are pretty annoying. Yeah, it's just like um, this is kind of padding. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I like Skyward Sword. I don't care about the story at all, 
And uh, so I, if people, you know, sit and want to hear me be like, oh, wow, I'm really in, like invested in Zelda and Link's fine. relationship. The will they won't. They? I like the relationship in this game. I do. I think it's better than uh, in other. It's at least in interesting. Other Zelda, games, other Zelda also, games, like it's not really spoken of, or it's like, just like, oh, Link, you got to save me, or oh, Link, I'm dead, or oh, Link, like. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. It's like Link is just chasing after his his girlfriend. Basically, he's like the stoner boyfriend trying to keep up with his adventurous and uh, highly successful girlfriend. That's basically what the whole story is. Um, I never loved kind of you funny. more than my hometown. There's right. only one town in the whole it's world. Skyloft. <laughs> Um, Never mind. Yeah, but this game is. Uh, did you guys, you know how in dungeon crawlers there's only one town and then you just spend the rest of your time in like a, a dungeon? Like in Loop Hero. That's basically what this game is because uh, there's one town and then the the stuff that you do outside of the town, it's all a dungeon. Like the overworld map is just different sections of mini dungeons that lead to mm. the big dungeons. So, cool. um, like, do you, do you... I made this observation on oh, Twitter. Wait, sorry. And uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, Demon Souls, the way that it's um, like the way that the levels are laid out, where um, you know you're going through one section and then you unlock a shortcut that goes back to another section, and it's like these linear with shortcuts and and loop around sections. Mm-hmm. There's there's multiple uh, paths, and then you like once you reach the end of one path, it kind of loops back around. Yeah, and then. But all of the different areas are sectioned off from each other, so it's not like an overworld. It's like succinct sections, areas. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's good. It's it's um, I, it's definitely like you can see that this there was a. I, I think I also said this on the other podcast, but so I feel like I'm repeating myself. But no one's heard this before. It feels like Breath of the Wild and Skyward Sword are two different answers to the same question: mm. being, what do we do about Zelda? feeling a little bit mundane stale a little bit stagnant after like i know so many people who really love twilight princess i think it's the weakest of the 3d zeldas especially now i played skyward sword um just because it's so it's just so boring to me like it doesn't have like the gimmick that it does have the dark world the wolf and wolf link it doesn't feel it doesn't feel lived in like a defining characteristic to me. It's it's yeah. yeah maybe. I'm with you there because like uh, the the wolf stuff like in terms of like a the game's gimmick or the game's like sort of like defining features like not not as interesting or engaging as some of the stuff from other Zelda games. You know, like the 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 adventuring seafaring stuff of Wind Waker. Like I think holds up a lot better. Um, and even like the Skyloft stuff. Like what I understand, like like in stuff like Breath of the Wild too. A lot of it seems you know like. There's some stuff that definitely seems cribbed from Skyward Sword. Like there's Skyward Sword DNA in here somewhere for sure. Uh, yeah. I do think it's very intentional. You know, um, like I'm. And there's also yeah. like, like you know, obvious knee-jerk reactions in the opposite direction to what Skyward Sword does. Where like Skyward Sword was such a directed and heavily segmented game in good and bad ways, mm-hmm. whereas Breath of the Wild is entirely the opposite. So, um, yeah, it's like, well, do we want to do an overworld? What if we don't do an overworld? What does that feel like? Um, turns out it's okay. Not the best, but it doesn't, I don't know. It's not the worst Zelda, certainly not the best Zelda, but it's fine. You can kind of see what they're going with. with uh, like, these are like the building foundation for a Breath of the Wild. 
in Skyward Sword. Mechanically, too, right? just in terms of, like, sound and design and stuff like that. Like, there, there's just mm-hmm. stuff they just yeah. basically copy-pasted from, like, Breath of the Wild, or from Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild in, in like, design and, like, uh, well, mostly audio. Like, there's just the, the, the... Yeah, the chime that plays when you pick up an item and stuff. Right, or even just, like, fuddling with the menus and stuff. Like, sometimes I'll make an effort to change that up, but, like, for some reason it stuck out to me. It's like, oh, man, that kind of looks and sounds the exact, exact same. Um, but guess it, it's it's weird, though, because I've actually been playing a little bit of Breath of the Wild recently myself, um, just mm. kind of messing around with a, a new game uh, in a master mode just to kind of just to kind of get my bearings in, because I, I find starting a new game in Breath of the Wild like kind of fun just to do, just to like ah like like I really like yeah. the introductory area and I like you know building up from nothing, like uh like sneaking up on Bacoblin camps and stuff and Moblin camps and like man this game is fun it, it just it reminds me why it's fun every time it really does um so. yeah this game playing Skyward Sword has me wanting to do that soon too. So I might do that. I kind of want to tinker with uh, like maybe some kind of dolphin Wii U version of, of Breath of the Wild. Maybe uh, mm-hmm. tweak it on PC a little bit or or what have you. There, see what that that uh, what that swat a bug does for me. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm I don't know. I, I I would never. I would probably never pay money for Skyward Sword. Like if somebody gifted it to me, sure, I give it a shot. But like, eh, sure, yeah. It, it feels I think I, so, dated enough, yeah. Yeah, I, I I got a code for it, so I didn't pay for it, but I think I would have anyway, just because I never played Skyward Sword, and I was looking forward to having another Zelda to play. So, and, and right now, I, I don't know. I think there's another like trio of dungeons or a few dungeons after the section that I'm in, and um, yeah, I'll probably see it all the way through. I, I, I'm thinking I will. Very um, nice. But yeah, and then a um, couple, several other things, but I'll only, I'll kind of gloss over a couple of them. Um, I've been playing for research for a video. I've been playing, I mentioned, well, that was also, I think, on the on the lost recording. I, I, I completed uh, Kingsfield 4, or beat Kingsfield 4, which is the best Kingsfield game by a long, wide margin. It is a fully playable game. Um it's not like the PS1 games where it's like really just archaic, borderline unplayable. <laughs> Is that the adventure yeah, game series where you have to throw a pie at a Yeti to get a key? No. Okay. This is the series of atmospheric first-person dungeon crawlers made by From Software before they made before they uh, cool. Dark Souls. You just got you just gotta um, say dungeon, so dungeon crawler. I think you're you, thinking you, you of you just like, summon uh, Brendan. You're just thinking of like '90s yeah. adventure games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on the Sierra yeah, you're games. Thinking of, you're thinking you're thinking of of um, uh, what is it? Kings Island, Kings Island, uh, in Cincinnati, it's Ohio. Monkey Island. <laughs> it's the it's the uh, Charlie Barrett thing that he that he was known for. That's the one. The, uh, the adventure games that he likes. Whatever. So he put a cat as a mustache. Yeah, those ones. Though. <laughs> King cat and a mustache. It's King's Tale, King's Story, King's, King's Quest, King. Yeah, King's, King's Quest. Sure actually, was King's, King's Quest. Quest. Yeah. So anyway, uh, no Kingsfield. Uh, they're good. Um, uh, four is good. Four is, you know, they. You see a lot of the DNA, especially in this game's level design. It might as well. It's it's very much like a, you know, it's a Metroidvania. Um, before that was a term that we used for this style of Gabriel gameplay. Knight. That's um, what we were thinking of. Gabriel. That's Knight. right. Oh, Gabriel okay. Knight. There you go. Gabriel. Um. So that was good. So, I, out of curiosity, I decided I was going to go back because yeah. I, 
I had struggled with the other Kingsfield games, really enjoyed four. And then I decided, okay, I need to try the other from software dungeon crawlers that they did that were basically spinoffs of um, Kingsfield. So it started with Shadow Tower. And Shadow Tower was also on the PlayStation 1. And it's one of the only ones that you can get on the on the PlayStation Network still. Like none of the Kingsfield games are on there. But you can get Shadow Tower. And Shadow Tower is like everyone talks about, okay, you know, go play Kingsfield. You'll see what they did before before Dark Souls. It's just Dark Souls. No, Shadow Tower is just Dark Souls. The Kingsfield games are like slow first-person Zelda games. <laughs> Whereas these are just first-person Dark Souls. So not only is the game much harder, these are like legitimate, true dungeon crawlers where you're going through a dungeon. And it's Crawling. rather... Yeah. Uh, there's there's no background music in the game, just like in Dark Souls. So, you know, you're, it's just quiet. And you're running into NPCs that are weird, and they do their little, like, <laughs> laughing and... Uh, sometimes it, it, they're they're cute little moles, and other times they're grotesque monsters, and um, you level up by collecting soul pods. And I don't know. There's just there's so many things that I could list. It's it's much harder. Weapons degrade. Um, oh no. It's, yeah, it's it's an extremely difficult game. I really like it though. I think it's it's definitely. Um, it's got some of the weird jankiness of those other games, but since you can play it on the Vita, which is how I played it, uh, you can map the movement and looking to the analog sticks rather than the D-pad and the shoulder buttons. What is with this Vita resurgence I've seen in the last uh, few, few months? I, don't I know. love it. The Vita is a great little it's system. A, it's but, a fantastic um, system for sure. The internet loves dead been, things. I, it, <laughs> Jesus. Everyone does. Um, but it's really it, so. It's been it's been a good time, um, and everyone always said that like okay you know the first shadow tower game if people like it they like these games they say yeah shadow tower is good but you have to play shadow tower abyss so i played that as well and shadow tower abyss just at at the top it's like the shortest game that they made Mm -hmm. maybe ever like in terms of their dungeon college it's like six to eight hours and it doubles down on like a lot of the like the really difficult elements and the sound design and the atmosphere and ambience and everything and it's basically a survival horror game that is also a dungeon crawler and the thing about shadow tower abyss that sets it apart from all the other from software games is it's set in the modern day the first weapon you get is a gun the first piece of armor you get is a bucket hat all right i'm in is it is it just like literally a bucket for a hat or is it just like the bucket hat like term a bucket hat like you know the hat that you know the bucket hats like from the nineties. Oh, okay, actual bucket hat, not not like you like. Oh, we just got a bucket. Hat. We're just gonna cut some eye holes and, and a mouth hole. You know. Yeah. Old fashioned robot. Um, it's also it's so it's really it's a really dark game. It, like literally, it's very hard to see what is in front of you. You have to rely on sound design and memorizing the map in your head because there's no real maps. Um, there's also. <laughs> I mean, you also collect, you know, swords and armor. And um, so you got like your inventory is going to be stuff like a a military flak jacket and a rocket launcher, but also a knight's helmet and a shield and uh, samurai boots and stuff like that. So you can. (laughs) This game is really weird. There's also like dinosaurs in it and aliens 
and you're ascending okay. a tower that's made of an it's an organic tower that came from outer space. It's basically you know what it is, Dylan. It's the it's the it's the Leviathans from um, Metroid Prime two and three. I guess the whole Metroid mm-hmm. Prime series. It's a Leviathan that came and landed there and is trying to like live, live in that and grow yeah, on the planet this, on your planet. And so you're ascending this thing, and there's yeah there's aliens and demons, but also like sometimes sometimes it turns into dun- like real dungeons. It all makes sense in the context of the game. It just it's sounds totally it sounds bizarre. asinine when you try to explain it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's their most it's their most unique game. They meaning from soft. Mm. Um, like Miyazaki didn't make these games, so it's you know it's it it still cribs a lot from those games, um, from the the Dark Souls games that Miyazaki mm. made. But or I should say, those games were inspired by these, and it's. If anyone out there has not played any of the old ones, this is the one to play because it's the most playable. Like, it feels more like a modern game, um, but it still retains the the atmosphere and the just the difficulty, but also the um, exploration and sense of re- reward that the Kingsfield and Shadow Tower, the first Shadow Tower game, were all about. Um, so yeah, I played that and I really enjoyed it. And it might now be like. Both of the Shadow Tower games are like up there on my From Software games list. Nice. They are really good, and uh, I would put. I, I think Kingsfield Four is still actually better than those games in a lot of ways. But when it comes to just like pure playability, like they're that they're the best games that From Software made before Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Um, Kings Kingsfield has the best. Kingsfield Four has like the best world and overall. The, the cohesion in its design philosophy, but those games would just in terms of pure gameplay, top notch, good stuff. Um, mm. And then just to wrap up my uh, dungeon crawler minute or dungeon crawler, 20 minutes, whatever it's been. <laughs> um, I checked out Jupiter hell, which is the spiritual successor to the doom roguelike. Mm-hmm. Um, this is basically if doom three or doom 2016 was a roguelike. Uh, like top down old school roguelike mm. um and you know it's every you know you're moving tile by tile turn based stuff but um it's really fast it's much faster than other roguelikes in that way and uh you know y- there are buffs for like standing standing still you get an aim buff but if you go fast your character will be able to dodge and you like if you're a Marine and you have certain skills running fast, will let you build up like fury and do special damage. So there's a lot of systems here. It's really deep. Right. And like the, uh, you know, the guns are there. You got pistols, shotguns, rocket launchers, SMGs, and then you get bigger and weirder as you go on. More demons show up, more grotesque monsters show up. The further you get into the Jupiter facility, the, um, so instead of instead of being set on Mars or Earth, it's set in on the moons of of Jupiter and different space stations. So like you're moving through these stations and ultimately into Hell uh, because it is it's a Doom clone, right? And um, like the the imps are there. Like they're they even sound like the the imps. They sound <laughs> like all this stuff. And your character, you can change the voice options. So like if you want it to be that you choose between like the the normal setting or you can do clean which is no swearing or you can do serious which is no like tongue-in-cheek goofy stuff mm-hmm. or you can do serious slash clean if you just want it to be like 
like a, 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 I don't know, a Marine who doesn't swear, but also doesn't make any jokes. Okay. But like, Very serious. otherwise you're running through, yeah, you run through this game and the dude's just like, you know, you try to pick up an item and it, you're not like standing directly over it. He's like, I can't fucking see it. And like, you know, uh, he'll make little quips about blowing dudes up. And uh, if you go into a, so you can go different floors will have different attributes to them. Like sometimes there will be poison there. Uh, or like an enemy that's particularly gross and it will say like you can smell a foul stench on the air when you go there and he'll just be like oh fucking reeks like it's <laughs> it's it's that kind of like tongue-in-cheek like oh this is like this is that kind of doom mm-hmm. um and it like it might as well it, 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 there's even like a kind of a it's not as in your face as doom especially not the doom the most recent doom games but there is like a heavy metal rock soundtrack in the background nice nice uh just new to them yeah more <laughs> more like more like riffing like it's like kind of like riffing and chugging yeah like, riff rock stuff like that um i don't know it's good i i have only done like four or five runs and I, so i've only played like maybe an hour and a half or two so i don't have like any great stories to tell you about oh i was so close to defeating this dude but you know the it's a, it's a roguelike. The items are there, the randomized stuff. It, one thing, it doesn't quite have the same amount of like loot mm-hmm. as other roguelikes. And it relies heavily on ammo for like making sure you have the right guns and right ammo. So you might find yourself changing stuff around a bit. But once you start upping your, your character's skills and attributes, you kind of will find yourself sticking to like three guns because there's slots for three guns. So it's like, you can, you can really focus on that. You're really, it's, it's really less about hoping for good drops and really about like making sure that you're positioned well and that you're taking advantage of your skills and abilities that you're unlocking. Mm -hmm. And so in that regard, it feels like there's a little bit less chance in your success uh, for a run. Like, it feels like, it feels like as long as you know, like what, it feels like what it's more, more what's happening is in those first few floors, you're finding some augments for your guns, a few different guns, mm-hmm. and then you're going, okay, what do I have? You level up a couple times. You're like, all right, and this is what I'm doing for this run. And it, so it's more, it's more like that and less like in some roguelikes where it's like, okay, I gotta, I want to try and find a better sword or better thing so I can, take on the new dude i mean all all roguelikes ask you to to specialize mm-hmm. and to to decide on you know okay this is what the the hand you were dealt for this run make it work but there's something about this where there's no randomized loot every gun is the same as long as it's the same level unless you run into like a special like oh you got a rare gun so it's not like there's not like really that many dice rolls. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it's it's more approachable in that way. Where okay, you like Doom? Well, everything is gonna is gonna every gun is going to act like you expect it to. Right. Um, and there might be little variations here and there as you find better guns of the same type. But if you, that drop is yellow and you have a yellow gun, it's gonna be identical. So um, I like that. I like that there's something you can you kind of plan ahead a little bit and you can uh, very quickly understand like, okay, 
I don't have to worry like, oh, I found a sword that sets everything on fire, but also I need to worry about whatever. Um, this is like, okay, I found a pistol. I know how this works. I know what my strategies for using a pistol are. Um, and yeah, I, I think, I think it's good so far. I think it's really good. Yeah. So there you go. Now it's like, I don't know. Not to say, I was like, not, three, not four? to say that, that the, I only played was on game pass, but is it on game pass? I feel like it's, I want to say no. I've seen something. I'm... It was in early access for quite a while. Mm. I think for a couple mm-hmm. of years and it just released a few days ago. Um, and 1.0 right. and I, so I've only been playing 1.0 I did not play it in early access I only just found out about it like two weeks ago and I was waiting for I was waiting for uh, some paychecks to come through before I spend any money on games well, but that was my that was my my one game that I that I bought not my one game I actually my our, our good buddy Rob sent me some uh, sent me some eShop some eShop <laughs> money nice, i i, I nice. bought like a um, like a a hundred dollar like a ninety dollar a hundred dollar gift card thing and it comes in like four twenty five dollar ones it's like ah fuck i'll just kick it in brendan's way you, you can use a pick me up kind of thing uh and i appreciate it uh yeah. and i use that to uh along with my leftover nintendo balance to buy shin megami tensei nocturne hd hey. uh, but i didn't i didn't pick it up yet i'm kind of i'm expecting that'll be the game i play between uh Skyward Sword and Metroid. Your your so, like uh, RPG th- slot is uh, currently occupied right now. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, look, I know <laughs> I know how I am about games, and if I am like, well, I should start SMT now. It's like oh, I'm not going to play these other games. Right, so right. You're not going to finish. I want to give I want to give Doom its fair shot. I played those other played those others from Soft Games, and and Zelda's going to take a little while. So. I mean, I honestly, there's nothing else between now and he, maybe, maybe Diablo two. We'll see, but that's still like a month and a half away. There's literally nothing between now for the next two months. Literally mm. two months because October tenth. Yeah, October. So yeah. between now and Metroid Dread, I, I'll I'll check out another dungeon crawler. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Another dungeon crawler by way of water is wet. Everyone. Play other games. I swear to God, I do play other games. <laughs> it just. I'm just gonna be yeah. It's gonna be yeah. wild next week. You just show up like oh, I'm playing a racing game or like I got really into Forza. I almost. I just got I really into Forza got, ultimately, man. <laughs> I almost got Strive, dude. I yeah. was I was seriously considering it. I was like, well, it's either I'm either gonna get this Doom roguelike or I'm gonna get Strive. That's fun. To be honest, a part of me kind of wishes I got Strive because. I have to play that Doom game on my PC, and I'm at my PC all day for work, and it's the last place I want to play games mm. on these days. So Let's it's like, there. I want to get, I want to play it on PS PS Five. Right, okay. right. Which, yeah, it's funny. Like um, you mentioned, Strive. I, I'm actually for the first time since it's come out, kind of cooling on the game for a little bit. Um, they'll be announcing mm. a new character uh, in the next like week or so. So I'll be like back into the thick of it, sure, soon soon enough. But. Um, uh, to venture into what I've been up to, so Dragon Ball Fighters yes. had a recent uh, update, actually yesterday, um, and this is this, this is a not a common trend in fighting games, though I think it should be, to where when a game has sort of depleted its DLC, you know it's kind of at the end mm-hmm. of its content life, they just tweak some shit about some of the base mechanics of the game and make it a lot zanier, a lot more sort of uh, like. Like you can do more wild stuff with combos and uh, like a 
it's, it's very technical, but like basically what they did with the Dragon Ball Fighters patch is just like crank shit up to 11 in terms of like what you're able to do with characters. It's more mm. in line with some of the traditional versus games like Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and even like Skullgirls and stuff in terms of like uh, what you're able to combo off of and how you're able to make your assist characters work like in tandem with your character. Like they added a bunch of stuff that people have been requesting that people just kind of wrote off as like, eh, it's not what this game's about. It's not going to happen that way. But then they just did it. Like and it, it, they didn't really have to. I mean, the game, you know, sold what it sold, and it's kind of done now. But I, I, I think they did this kind of for the fans, you know. Like, like, okay, the games mm-hmm. we're kind of done with characters. Like, where there's not really gonna be much going on in that front. Let's kind of just throw shit at the wall and like see see what kind of crazy stuff we can throw in there. Like, um, people they, who are into fighting games, into yeah. fighters specifically, right? And the into versus games. Like, this is like it's a mm-hmm. it's a big thing for them. Just like uh, they've they've given some characters entirely new moves. Like just out of the blue, like, oh, this input now used to not do anything, or used to be just, like, this sort of, like, just basic function is now a different move entirely. Um, so, like, and it's not just like, oh, well, we, uh, we you know, curved at the top end and the low end and kind of mushed it together. Like, 90% of characters got, like, noticeable improvements and changes. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. the it's the type of balancing I think a lot of people wish that um, that was more prevalent of, like, well, you don't have to nerf the top tiers if you just buff everything else. If you buff the low yeah. tier, like if you make the power ceiling higher and everybody reaches there, it's a lot more exciting. And that's that's what this period of Dragon Ball Fighters is right now. It's people in training mode figuring out cool combos, figuring out cool synergies. There's characters that like you that nobody fucking gave the light of day that are now mm-hmm. in interesting spots. I'm not gonna say they're top tier, but um, it's a really fun shakeup. And like I, it's um, I don't know. It, it makes me curious to think what they're going to do for the future of the game. Because in the other instances that stuff like this happens, usually that indicates they're still working on the series and they're working on a sequel game, mm-hmm. and they're just getting all the crazy out of the system now. So that well, wasn't there a bunch of like I mean I guess people thought maybe it could be placeholder, but wasn't there a bunch of assets found in the code for Strive yes. of another fighter? Yes, there was the code specifically for like the beta version of what I imagine was vanilla fighters. But like it was a different there were different models, different HUD, different like um like health bars and stuff that people didn't mm-hmm. know if that was like beta for fighters, like vanilla fighters that was just kind of left over into strive, or if that's teasing something going forward. Um I would imagine that like a successor to fighters would be something that would be easy to green light. I mean the games like in terms of like even how anime games sell, it's like one of the best selling anime fighting games of all time just like in terms of go figure yeah like tur- turns out like when you take a beloved property and then give it to people who care like great things can happen but um i have a question what you got? about this patch yeah. so it sounds like it's a pretty i don't want to say like like top top to bottom rebalancing necessarily but it sounds pretty significant um, There's nothing flashy about it, it besides like adding new moves. It seems like right, but is it is it the type of thing where it's like people are out there going, I missed whatever the patch before um, this was. I Can don't, people play I don't, old um, fighters now? I don't see people going back to like, oh man, I missed like version three point two fighters. Like I don't mm-hmm. really see that because is this the best it's been? Would you say like in terms of. I guess that's kind of loaded, but like in terms of like the actual just nuts and bolts mechanics of the game, like, yeah, I think it's, I think okay. giving people more options is always going to be preferable to giving people fewer options, which 
You talk about Strive, you know, technically, in and in if you look in a top-down sense, gave people less options in terms of fighting game stuff than Exert Sign or, you know, Accent Core, those old games. Um, like, and I think it works. I think that works for Strive in its own way, because versus honestly, versus fighting games like team games and like one-on-one fighting games are very different beasts. Um, where I think that that works more for Strive than it would for a versus fighting game like Fighters. But giving people more options is always going to be preferable, and letting people like experiment more and do more with uh, with with combos is is always going to be more interesting to me than. Okay, uh, this this Broly does the same fucking three hits into an air grab into his level three every mm-hmm. time. Now there's like more incentive to try and experiment and try and do more things. Like it's it's very interesting, especially for people who like versus fighting games. You know, like your Marvel vs. Capcoms, like your Skullgirls, things like that. Uh, people like people who uh, who kind of wrote the game off, who were like you know kind of Skullgirls heads or Marvel heads, are just like oh well, like like the changes that like are directly comparable to. Like Marvel's Capcom Infinite, which as a versus game, people liked its combo game, like people like the core gameplay of that game quite a bit. Um, and now it's making a splash in that scene that it didn't before. So, yeah, I'd say this is like a huge success in terms of like how balancing the game goes, but it's also slightly bittersweet because it's like, this is it. This is the game. Mm. Don't, the, don't yeah. know they're going to ever, ever touch it again. And it still yeah, doesn't have this... the rollback netcode, which is that sort of secret sauce that Guilty Gear Strive has. It's yeah. still mm-hmm. delay-based netcode, and it can still suck absolute ass. <laughs> so, look, what I'm gathering here is it, 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 they recently got a patch that more or less just means what, like, the Street Fighter games kind of did before with their, like, incremental updates, where along with, like, new characters and new maps, they made, like, little tweaks and, and, and adjustments... And they just yes. rolled everything, like all those, like series of like incremental, like sixty dollar incremental in, in updates, like it's like oh, instead of like Super Dragon Ball Ball Fighters or, or Ultra Dragon Ball Fighters, like it, it's just like all that little stuff that, that that you would see like in like seasonal or yearly updates. They just like packed everything all in one here. It's it's sort of like that. I, I it's not like um because then like Super Street Fighter Four or like Arcade Edition for Street Fighter Four. Let's use Street Fighter Four mm-hmm. as the baseline because it's also going to partly into my point. Um, it's mm-hmm. that like those updates were really just title like balancing and character updates. Like we've moved away from that type of incremental change in fighting games. Um, because even Arc System Works did a lot with like Blaze Blue and uh, Persona Four Arena and stuff like that back in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, but they kind of moved away from that in terms of and more of the season pass model, which you know, like take that as you will. Uh, but mm-hmm. you bring up Street Fighter. Uh, at the end of Street Fighter Four's life in like 2015, uh, there's an update for the game, a, a big patch, and it wasn't like for the base game. It was like Street Fighter 4 Omega Edition or Street Fighter 4 something something Omega, uh, which similar to Dragon Ball Fighters, you took Street Fighter 4 and kind of just cranked a lot of shit to 11 where you were doing crazier combos. You were doing flashier things. It was a much like zanier time for Street Fighter 4. It wouldn't be something you would put up at Evo or anything, but it was like a, a, a version of the game that they pushed that sort of. And that's why I brought it up earlier. Sort of teased some sort of things that would lead into Street Fighter V, um, in terms of certain characters, how they, how their models moved, and what their normals were, and things like that. It was like this is different enough where clearly this is something else. And Dragon Ball Fighters is is 
in a bit of a gray area. I really don't know what it's going to go from here. I would be satisfied with the season four, but I mean, ultimately I want the game to have rollback netcode and it's incredibly difficult to implement rollback netcode when you've made the game without it in mind. Uh, like, uh, look up any, any sort of, um, you know, article or breakdown or video about rollback netcode. It's something that needs to be kind of front and center in game development to be implemented properly, which is why it works so well in Guilty Gear Strive. And while there's still going to be some issues from time to time, it's, it's a, it's vastly better system. It's like crossplay. You know, this is something that it's like, this is such a no brainer. Why aren't we doing this? I mean, I would, I would almost push back in that. Like, I think it's fundamentally the most important thing you can do for a fighting game is make it so mm. that you you play like the game that you're practicing combos offline is the game you're playing online because in delay based mm-hmm. netcode that's not always the case you cannot do super technical frame perfect execution in something like Dragon Ball Fighters a lot of the time it's very very difficult because there's fluctuation there's lag spikes and stuff like that give it to gear strife if i'm labbing combos for for you know soul bad guy and uh you know trying to do like this that or the other like in a majority of my matches I'm doing online, that is feasible. That is something I can do. So, like, crossplay, yes, it's an, it. I would say that's also important. You know, like in in terms of like you know people on different platforms being able to play with each other. That is, uh, I, I would say that's a big uh, like macro view kind of thing, big deal. But like rollback netcode in terms of fighting games is that important? I would, I would, it's I essential. Would, okay. it, it, it's part of what keeps it alive. It's part of the longevity. You know, like I can play, I can play people. You know, in in England right now in, in strive and not have a lot of lag or not, not have like barely any noticeable lag. Uh, but if, but yet when I'm playing Dragon Ball fighters, I'm playing with my buddy Tyler who lives 20 minutes away and we're having like eight for eight to 12 frame spikes at, at times that just like really mess with their stuff. And like, Aww. it's really frustrating when you practice a combo, no, you can do it. And the game lags and tells you no. So it, Yeah. It, it, it'll be something that, that that's more than any character, more than fucking Raditz or whoever the fuck I want to be in a Dragon Ball fighting game. Uh, you know, like the most important thing for me, bar none, is that uh, rollback implementation or at least like a I mean, if you want to go the extra mile and try and make your own netcode, that's like, you know, fine and dandy. That's that's great. But like rollback netcode is kind of the, the standard and like it's something I really hope they push in the future. And based on Strive sales, you know, like Strive is doing very well, especially for, I think it outsold the previous Guilty Gear game within the first two weeks of its entirety, like a uh, uh, Guilty Gear Excerpt sign, which while that game was, it did decent at its time. And, you know, it, its visuals were lauded at the time for being incredible as well. Got to give it credit for that. But uh, like Strive did phenomenally well compared to a lot of other Guilty Gear games. So I really do think there's going to be the template they do going forward, which would be very nice. So that's my Dragon Ball spiel. I really, um, I'm probably going to be playing the game, uh, you know, for the next few weeks, pretty on and off, seriously, because I want to try some of these new characters mm-hmm. that have all these different different uh, abilities and different, uh, you know, capabilities. And like, I, I really think the more I'm kind of going between fighters and strive, like, I don't know, maybe I just almost prefer versus fighting games for the frenetic pace and the in the zany combos and things like that. I like the sort of one-on-one fighting games when it comes to, you know, footsies and spacing and fundamentals, but like it, it it's it, I don't know. Building a combo in a versus fighting game is sometimes like is like building a, a house of cards or building like a set of a, a <laughs> set of dominoes or something just like it's very meticulous and it's very but it's very rewarding. There's a lot more planning involved. Exactly, exactly. Like yeah. I love Strive, but like and and yes, I'm going to use Potemkin. He's not the most technical character, but I can do like a 
heavy launcher into like his super, like his literal like command grab super, and do like eighty percent of damage to some characters. It's just like bam, like uh, that is it. You don't. There's not a, a shit ton of execution you have to like memorize or like keep down. And then you know what? You know what? If people prefer it that way, I totally respect that. Versus games are not for everybody. Marvel's Capcom 2 is one of the hardest fucking games I've ever seen play in my life. Uh, it, is a, it is a very difficult game to wrap your, my brain around. And I've, I play I love that game, but I can't play it. It seems like it's possible some people will get the chance to maybe wrap their head around it potentially in the near future. Who could say? Who could say? Uh... Who could say? <laughs> I think that that's a. I think it's a pipe dream, to be honest. But I think it's a. I think there's a lot of. Uh, I don't think I've seen such a concerted effort to bring specifically one fighting game back ever. Yeah. I mean, I know people have, like asked for stuff before, but like MVC three uh, or two, excuse me. Um, like between Max, right, and but all the developers out there talking about it, it just seems like it could happen just off, out of sheer. But will it's of it's the also people. it's also weird just because you know in in the past it was such a like the the Disney factor was such a weird thing about it, right? Like uh, Disney doesn't right. know the property when the, when Marvel vs. Capcom three came out. You know, Disney pretty much have just bought Marvel at that point, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't you know have shit to do with X Men or Fantastic Four or anything like that. But you still saw those characters, and then you know as the years went on, you didn't really like they did Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite only MCU characters in the Marvel cast, which is alarming because. Mm-hmm. The franchise, and Nova. <laughs> the, well, yeah, and then there's Nova and Rocket Raccoon and stuff like. Well, I mean, yeah, he's still MCU, but like, point being is like, there's a lot of ties to MCU stuff. Whereas, I mean, this franchise, the versus franchise, started with X Men. It was X Men: Children uh-huh. of the Atom. It was X Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel superheroes, which was primarily like half the roster was X Men characters. You know, like, uh, but now you, you cut to 2021, you know. Say what you will about Disney. They own, they own, you know, they bought Fox, they own Marvel. All that shit's under one umbrella now. So technically now it should theoretically be more feasible than ever to re-release those old games because it, there's not as much red tape in theory. The the problem I think is just I think actually you probably would have found more more of an enthusiasm for that idea had it all been under just fox or just marvel i think under just disney they're the least likely to be like yeah let's do this yeah they're, they're I definitely think they're going to be the most like the most clandestine and precious about the whole I, thing. I, I, I manicure like, their brand yeah i agree yeah, exactly. and they'd rather just fucking well they might manicure the brand but they also just rather funnel it into a fucking mobile game that'll make them 10 times the money that like a marvel's capcom game would huh. you know mm-hmm. and yeah. like whatever like I, I understand it even if it sucks ass but like it's it's the thing that's good though is that it's already a it's a pre-existing game. Yeah, they don't have to put any like right? work into it, and like you would a uh, uh, the no. Avengers game that they made last year. Yeah, it's like it's like you you're basically okaying a product that already like I think that might be its saving grace yeah. in this whole thing is that it's already an older game that existed. It's already out there. Like it's a thing that exists. It's not a new idea that we have to convince people of. It's like this already exists. Let's just throw it below. Back. Let's yeah, just exactly. uh, sign the right documents or sign the right things here and just get this on onto platforms because like because yeah. people are holding onto 360s yeah, and, and PS3s to play Marvel I'm, 2 online. I am so it, sure that like Capcom has it at the ready because you know how Capcom releases all their like <laughs> big hits. 
It's just like, oh, it's it's on a new platform. Let's let's see if we can put Resident Evil Four on there. Yeah, which like I admire, like tremendously, just for like availability. And I think Capcom, I think Capcom does that for Resident Evil Four, and Meg, the Mega Man and Mega Man X series, and everything else is like. Uh, where is it? We got yeah, we got to dig it out. Oh, it's at some guy's okay. lo- it's in some guy's drawer with the fair. the Infinity Stones from Loki. Like it's just nobody who, knows. Who I it? can't was find it? the hard drive for all the code. Oh man, KG Nafune made it. Oh, then we lost it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It no Okami Den. No coming. Not coming back. No. Um, like Okami. No. Mo- Mega Man Legends. No. 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 Dino Crisis. Uh, uh, um, they didn't even make Dino Crisis. They didn't. What are you talking about. Oh fuck! I it felt no, like it did. Dino Crisis is a myth and a lie <laughs> told to you by the internet. The internet would just lie to me. Exist. No way! No way! No, I, it would be funny though oh, if Jesus. like if somebody at Capcom is just like, once Disney just says the word yes, I'm gonna hit the enter key, and then the boom, you just have Marvel two. You have fucking trailers and teasers and fucking like storefronts ready to go. I think yeah, honestly, of all the games that we just rattled off. I mean, with the exception of maybe Dino Crisis, <laughs> I think that uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Two has has the biggest chance. Like it has the, I think that might be. I think Rob might be right in that. That is a game that Marvel or that Capcom has always been like, we have it, we could do something with yeah. it if yeah people yeah. say yes because that game is huge. It's, it's going to sell to this day so much. It just like right off the bat, and it, like it'll sell just enough for people to be either be curious or like diehards just to like have it, sure. like, it's on, like a, on your PS5s and like whatever like I mean, Steams. It's a historical artifact of video games. Of the, like Marvel vs. Capcom mm-hmm. Two is like yes. an incredible just feat of video games for its time in like 2001. And off off of the legacy it holds with the FGC, like that that's gonna drive hype more than. Capcom won't need to sell this game to 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 make its money. Like yeah, it no, won't. like yeah, it, 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 like make an announcement and then be like, "Holy crap, it's coming back!" Oh, the the FGC will do all the work. Absolutely, like, anyone who hasn't yeah. absolutely, it, and they will do it for like, free. It, and anyone happily. who hasn't played it will see it on a stream. We'll see. I don't know. Sonic Fox will pick it up. And people will be like, "What the? This game is so cool! I want to get into this. I've never played this. I've always heard about it. It's never been available on a system I own. Right. Whatever, and then it's just going to blow up. I don't know. It's it's such a it's again it's such a shoe in, but uh, but it's also it's, it's strange Disney. though because like there's there has to be something with Marvel Two specifically because when they did that arcade one up with all the X Men and Street Fighter and Marvel vs Capcom games, there's only one Marvel vs Capcom game that wasn't there. At least one old one, and it was Marvel 2. They had X-Men vs. Street Fighter through Marvel vs. Capcom 1, Origins. But they did not have 2, and I do not know why. It's... Hmm. I I think... So, I think a a lot of the issues... I mean, besides the rights holder issue, which still, actually, now I think about it, could be an issue, because it's possible that appearances in video games, like the video game license, might be in a weird... Well, because I mean, yeah, in, in topical news, like there's been news getting out about how little these uh, studios actually pay the creators and stuff like uh-huh. that. That theoretically could be part of it too. Like, I, I'm, I, I could very well but see also that being a like factor. The, the, the fact that who is it now? Um, Square Enix, right? And IDOS, they have they have uh, the Avengers license, right? And four games, like who knows? Like that might be like. Well, do we? Does Capcom have to pay Square Enix to have the like? There's to have Captain America this in in a game. Whole thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. This whole thing is it's as big of a mess as like is why Smash Ultimate will never happen again. If Marvel versus two Marvel versus Capcom two comes back, that's as big of a deal in my opinion, as in, in terms of like making something a crossover this big happen. Which is the dumbest thing to say. Like when you think about it, like these are fictional. It's characters. Marvel comics. Just let them fight. It's, yeah, it's, it's literally just like Marvel comics and like Capcom. You know, Capcom mm-hmm. Studios. Like it, I don't know. It, it's weird, and it's a whole. It is a whole thing because like um, it's a beloved series. It's a beloved game. Uh, that like mm-hmm. really do, does deserve its due and like, time and spotlight. Like w- in the before times when they were trying to hype up Evo 2020, like they were going to do a big MVC two exhibition with like uh, they had like four top players from it, See, from yeah. its time. And then like you had some qualifiers, you had Marvel's Capcom two qualifiers they were going to do. And then, again, Capcom didn't have Dick to do with that. That was all community run. Like the like yeah. Brendan is absolutely correct where the community aspect of 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 a Marvel's Capcom 2 re-release would not just like, you know, like recoup the cost or whatever. Like it would just carry that game in perpetuity forever. It's like Melee. Like I mean, you could just have it, it around. Took, it took what? One developer saying that they were funded and wanted to pursue new projects. That was what sparked all this off. I forget. Was it? It's. It's. Um. I can forget who who the developer is, but they also made the Street Fighter collection. Um, oh yes, yes. Um. Um. Damn it, I can't remember their names either. But I know who you're talking about. Everyone, everyone was like, "We're funded. We can pursue all the projects. What do we want to do? You know, we want to re-release and remake games. That's what our goals are right now. What do people want to see? And all it took was that, and all of the replies, all the replies, but so many of the replies is just like. NBC two, NBC two, NBC two, two. Then, take me for a ride. Fucking Max sees it, Maximilian sees it, and you off to the fucking races. Absolutely, like, that the, guy's like, a huge get, amplifier get, for get, things in fight, the fighting game community. Absolutely, Some, like I don't think I've I don't think I've tuned into a stream or watched a video of his in the last what two weeks that NBC two was not directly like a specifically a part of it. Like this weekend, he and the his group for the like co-stream podcast thing all they did was just play do an mvc2 tournament basically so like it's out there i hope i I hope for people who like i've never played this game other than like (laughs) twice in an arcade so it'd be cool i would like to play it yeah seems seems awesome i played i had i remember specifically being like whoa um tron bond is in this game that's so fucking weird (laughs) (laughs) here's uh here's roll and uh here's like a serve bot like you could fight as a just a regular ass serve bot Marvel 2 had some weird stuff. They also had, like, OC. Like, they made characters for that game. Like, uh, there was some... Ruby pirate. Hearts. Yeah, yeah. Mingo. Right. Right. And it's just like, man, that's wacky that you did it just for this game. And they, like, they, they're they not even, like, specifically Marvel's Capcom characters. It was literally... They're just mm-hmm. in this game, and that's it. <laughs> I I think the, the other, like, part of that, like, adding new characters to that, too. Because, like, when you think about it, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was kind of kind of sort of like the fourth game in that series. When you think like, oh, it's X Men vs Street Fighter, and then yeah. Marvel superheroes, and then Marvel vs Capcom, they just kept adding to the roster as they went on because they started out with like twelve, and now they're at like forty eight as they're just accumulating you're, more you're and absolutely more sprites. Right. You're absolutely right. You're, they're just packing in sprites from like the last ten. Akuma, you ladies. Like they they made jokes about Morgan having the same sprite from Darkstalkers one for like ten years. Actually, that's all. That is a thing. Like you, you like, are exactly on the like, money, Rob. Where it's just like there. It's such a sprite. It is a uh, is the, like, uh, the Smash Bros. Ultimate everyone. of its day. If we want to make that analogy, <laughs> yeah. But um, 
God, I would love they brought back Marvel too. That'd be, that would be uh, a great moment of just like, uh, like legacy of fighting games and stuff. Cause they don't like, I think CVS could come back. I do. I don't know, man. Capcom and SNK don't get old. They still don't really get along. Like, I mean, I, but what I'm saying is like that specific game. I think that's like that, like not like a new one. I could see it being like re-release okay, the CBS we'll two one. I can see it. They sell the same Morgan Sprite. <laughs> it's it's also another Sprite dump. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I would definitely have to get that back. But uh, in terms of anything else, I've been up to. Um, I'll oh, yeah. kind of touch uh, like lightly on some of the other stuff. Like I've uh, I've been playing the Splitgate beta. Uh, they they. Oh yeah. It is. Uh, if you haven't heard, it is uh, Halo meets Portal. Uh, and it's a very easy sell. Uh, it is uh, it's a majority of the Halo of uh, what makes Halo Halo. Besides the shields, like it's just the health, you know, like it, or it's just mm-hmm. the shields. That's it. Um, and like you have like a small hover intrinsically, like you have a small boost. Um, and obviously you have the portals from Portal that you can mess with. And uh, like Portal, it keeps the momentum that you jump in. So you can kind of like do some zany wild uh, like geometry stuff. And it it's been a blast so far can you make the portals yourself or are those just like random like uh pop-ups you make them yourself you pick point a point but b only in certain spots it's uh oh. it's actually mapped okay. to the q and the e key when i play mouse and keyboard it's very it's very natural uh when you're okay. using WASD controls um WASD. uh but yeah it's 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 been fun it's been like uh interesting trying to see this game build its own identity but like it 90 percent of the modes are just like it's domination SWAT, oddball, uh, like just clearly just these are things that you would really only associate with Halo, but it's like, well, we kind of know what we're doing here. Um, like, it needs it needs more carrots. Yeah, like it needs a, a bit more to it. And like I, I do like SWAT. Yeah. I think their version of SWAT, I, I'm having more fun with Splitgate SWAT than Halo than any Halo SWAT <laughs> I've played in a long time. Um, just because I feel like there's enough to make it stand on its own for me to be interested. You know, like, uh, not a lot of people use the portals pretty optimally. Um, it's very easy to cheese people with them because people are still kind of getting their bearings for what the game really is because it's exploded in popularity in the last, like, five weeks. Mm-hmm. It went from, like, a game I've heard of that yeah. people talk about sometimes on a podcast or two here and there. It's out, like, two years ago. Right. It's, it's, it's been around the block, and all of a sudden it just hit. It's the new Amogus. <laughs> exactly. It, 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 uh, it, it's hit a uh, um, sort of, like, viral status that, day, that the Among Us... Uh, uh, type of games have reached, but I don't know. Like I, 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 I have a little more faith that it's gonna outlive those types of games, just be by the nature of being an arena-based shooter. Like that's not a super crowded market, and they have kind of yes. like a, a wide, like a like a swath of of, uh, of real estate that they can kind of just conquer. And just, I got a split gate. Like yeah, I I what think are you gonna, what are you going up against? Quick champions? Fuck right. <laughs> no one's playing that shit. Unreal tournaments. I tried to find a match. No one's playing that. It's really just Halo Infinite, and it's different enough from from Halo, mm-hmm. especially Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. that I think it could stand on its own and be its own thing. Um, so I don't know. Like it's it's been fun, kind of like I, playing with friends, and like I, I I am curious to see what happens. And it's also free to play. Like, and I don't. It's not. It's not egregious free to play. Like you, it's not. Um, like they have a battle pass and everything, and cosmetics and whatnot. You could go nuts with that, but like with what. With what's there, what they offer, like it's incredibly compelling for like a free download, even if the servers take a long time for you to log in. Although that has gotten much better in the last like week or so. But Rob, what's your kind of uh, skepticism, though? I, 
I, I I still think that this is going to be like another like Fall Guys situation where like it's not going to be the game that's going to dominate the conversation like Among Us did. It's it's going to be like oh wow, it's going to make a splash for like two seasons and then like quietly be around um, and not really go away, but but just like yeah, it's it's still around. People play it, but it's not as popular until they they have like some sort of seasonal update or like they they go 1.0 mm-hmm. then it might kick back up again but like it's not going to reach those same highs i feel like i mean sure that's kind Maybe. of a, that's the that's the lifespan of every game that hits popularity though i mean at some point every game's going to lose its popularity yeah and i mean not going to be played as much. that being said you know fall guys and and among us while i'm very cheap are not free games you know, it's yeah, very right. like that 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 price point, that barrier of entry is just non-existent there, and I think that might be mm-hmm. a bigger deal, like for a long for longevity purposes. Because like even stuff like Apex Legends and Warzone, like those games are still like cranking it out pretty well, and like to, and like topping streaming charts and things those, like that. And, like I would say those are more right. top tier, and the, the, like I would imagine Splitgate would be more like mid tier. Kind of like live service, maybe triple A compared to like single A or double A. If you want to try and put some kind of hmm easy to understand a scripture sure. on it yeah. but um i don't know like the, the I, I, i'll be curious to see how it plays out for sure mm-hmm. yeah i i think that halo infinite is its biggest obviously its biggest upcoming competition because mm. it's it is actual halo and it's the multiplayer is also going to be free and on pc and console right um personally i wish that this was a uh this was a quake style arena shooter huh. that was hitting like all the all the right buttons for everybody and getting really popular because I mean, I like Halo, but I, I love those PC arena shooters, shooters from the late 90, the nineties and early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And I would like one of them to really like, I would like one to come back. I hoped, I really hoped that quake champions was going to make more of a splash. And I also hoped that like, there's a, there's been other small ones that came and went. Um, but like even dooms multiplayer, isn't really like an arena shooter anymore. You forget that it has multiplayer. Yeah. I mean, and it's like not popular to begin with. So it's like, who cares that it doesn't feel like old quake or old doom or unreal tournament or whatever. Mm. It's just, I mean, it's closer. I mean, and internals is close is closer for sure. But like, yeah, at this point it's just like, uh, I think, I think Slipgate's one saving grace. If we're just like setting aside the, the PC arena shooters, they're, dead and gone probably never coming back breaks my heart but that's just the way it is the the one thing that i do think that slipgate has going for it versus halo infinite is that if slipgate can manage to feel like halo 3 to odst era halo more or even halo 2 to halo halo odst Mm -hmm. like that era versus what infinite's doing which from what i hear i don't know did you guys play it Unfortunately, I did not. I couldn't find. I think that was. I during, was at my okay. wedding. Yeah, yeah, I was. I, I had. I had a prior engagement. I just was. I was just. I was just making sure that I wasn't going to. I wasn't like, Columbus stepping on anyone's experience <laughs> here, because um, I think. I think Gwen maybe played it. I can't remember. I think she said maybe not. But the uh, the whole thing with like Infinite seems to be going down a more. Uh, Call of Duty ish, like really, like it's Halo meets Call of Duty, and they, they've they've been doing that since four. But they're yeah, it sounds it. like they're really yeah. doing that. Slight nudges, and so so if 
if this is a little too, people seem to love it though. So who knows, maybe it'll just continue to blow up. But if people are unhappy with the speed and the changes in infinite versus what Halo quote unquote used to be, and Slipgate can feel that can fill that niche, then or they can maybe coexist it. if it's like two different types of of that. Well, sort that's of, what I mean. Uh, right. I guess that's I don't accurate. think I think that infinite they can continue to coexist, and Slipgate can have have its own niche that it fulfills mm-hmm. without having to be like, well, we're just like Halo. And then people are like, well, I'll just go play Halo. It's right. Like, no, this right. is really different. It, and it's, yeah, yeah. I, it is different enough. Like, I I can't, I don't play Halo games enough to like, oh, Splitgate is just, it's totally Halo 2 or it's totally Halo 3. Like, I the, the, I was, you know, playing a decent amount of Halo Reach, you know, last few weeks, um, you know, leading up to when I got into Splitgate. And like, uh, in terms of like, uh, when you have Halo Reach, like some of the modes where you just are always having the sprint button and everything. And, um, yeah. mm-hmm. things of that nature in terms of like feel weighty spaceman. Yeah. yeah. In terms of like being like a weighty spaceman, I, I could see it like more comparable to a reach than like halo three or even halo two. Um, okay. Like I'm not going to sit here and like be the authority on it. It's just like, I can see mm-hmm. more parallels from reach to split gate than, you know, three. Like I try, I try playing halo three. Uh, and for me, like and, and Rob, you're gonna disagree, but like I really feel like three has aged poorly. I do not think Halo Three hmm. super holds up outside of nostalgia. Are you talking about like mechanics, gameplay, or campaign? Um, mostly mechanic gameplay. Mostly mechanics gameplay. Like I, it, you're very very slow. There's no yeah. abilities. There's no. Well, I mean, there's but no. That is Halo. There's yeah. no uh, combat mechanic abilities. You know, like you have bubble shields and shit like that. You have healing fields and whatnot. And yes, that's old school Halo. Um, absolutely. But that's like, deployable equipment that you you do like sparingly. They're, they're like power weapons at that point. But there's but God, if nothing you do to, not, to change up. If, like like you are just so slow. I feel like people yeah. have. If you're like twenty feet away from a guy, you have. Like five minutes to just make sure that guy's dead because he can't go anywhere or do anything. At least in reach, you know, you might be able to run away or jetpack away or, you know, throw have a shadow an ability to shadow like clone. escape or like do something. Yeah, right. And there's a little bit of that in Splitgate with the portals. I think the portals like mm-hmm. provide a good like fantastic escape route options. Like if you know the map well enough, you're just like, OK, somebody has shot one bullet at me. I'm in just instinctively just. Bam, yeah. bam, and I am out of, and then you you jump in, you close your portals, and then you're safe. Like, that, if anything, I think that is going to be the differentiator that makes it like mm-hmm. that. I, I'm not going to say like, oh, I'll play it over Halo Infinite because I do want to give Infinite a shot, but like for now, like if I'm looking for like a Halo adjacent experience, like this is a fantastic one of those. I, I really, I'm, I'm pretty warm on it right now and yes like we'll see if in a season or two how things kind of shake out um it's still in beta right it is it is still yes very much in beta it's an, it's yeah. an open beta um so they had time to iron, keep iron some things slip gate a uh, split he's saying slip gate because because that's what they're called in quake <laughs> you go through the slip gates in between each level uh and honestly thinking. when this game first came out i, I was reading as like new arena shooters and i was like slip gate oh they're just ripping off quake and then i saw it and i was like Nope, that's not <laughs> way. Wait, why, why are you so slow at this? <laughs> Do you have like cement for feet? So why are you a weird robot man? I don't get it. <laughs> but uh, that's been a, it's been a great time, um, and like uh, kind of filling that Halo itch I was having because I did miss the boat on the Infinite Beta. Um, but uh, kind of just trink, uh, trickling through what else I've been up to. I've 
Uh, and this is not because I'm like, oh, I'm going to Rob's wedding. I'm going to play some more Yakuza. Like, I've just, <laughs> my friend has gotten in, he played through Say all that. of Yakuza 0. He's playing the Kwame You had one. Marco and I yelling at you to and play then, Yakuza. Yes, the cherries on top are, are Mr. Robert Beach and Marco Marco Villapando. <laughs> uh, uh, just being like, yes, you absolutely should hop back on. Like, it's a fantastic series, fantastic game. Just finish Like a Dragon and then go play Zero through Kwame 2. Like, yeah, just go for it. Shoot for the rafters. Um, but I've been really enjoying my time with Like a Dragon. Um, I, I'm glad I kind of just... I thought I was going to get too invested in the property management stuff, which is fun. And I've, I've, I've gone back because I guess kind of spoilers, but Aerie's awesome. I really like Aerie as a uh, party member, as the optional party member. Uh, she's like my DPS pretty much. She's the closest yeah, thing and, 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 uh, to a dragoon, I would say, in terms of just like what she does and how she like. Which which class are you rolling with? Because like, you have like two women in, in your party and they, they each have like six different classes I, so, because there's a situation going on with a particular party member in the story, um, things are kind of in, in flux right now, so I'm going, I've turned, uh... He's missing, yep. yep. Yes, right. So, I have made, oh, god, I forget her name, your first female uh, party member, um... Um, well, we'll remember that, I think it starts with an S. Psycho, Psycho. Uh. Psycho, yep. Right. Yes, uh, so she used to be kind of like a, a DPS type too, but I've kind of just made her like my white mage equivalent. You know, like a lot of uh, she has a really good uh, healing job um, that I'm the idol class. With. Yeah, yes, to the point where it's just like, buddy, when you come back into the story, I don't know if I'm going to have room for you in my squad because like this, <laughs> this, what I've got going on right now is pretty great. Um- I'm telling you, like, you have him as a mage, and like some of those like later level, like if you level him up on, enough in that class, like like it, it is so powerful to, to face against humans. Absolutely, but um, I've so obviously I'm making headway in the story, which was like where things were kind of lacking for me when I was playing before. I was taking my time, but I in in like three or four days I played like five chapters. I was very hooked. Um, just kind of like it. it, it Yakuza is such like an endearing like soap opera of a series as I've been watching mm-hmm. my friend play through Zero and a little bit of Kwame One um, like it, 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 warts and all you know like there'll be dumb things that happen that don't really make a lot of sense or just like oh you just have like main it's character privilege or you have just like there's like two two thirds of the way in there, there, there's like some weird diversion that always happens in like every Yakuza game where it's like <laughs> this feels like filler. Why are we doing this? Right, right. This, this plotline d- does not is not relevant. It's not needed. But like I get it. You want to try to pad it out, but whatever. Right, right. And and like there's there's a little bit of that in some in some of the like and dragon stuff I'm in right now. But like I'm I am enthralled enough with with uh, the characters and like the um, environment. And Robert's like. You know, smell the roses, do the side quests are the best part of the game, and I'm just like, man, you're saying like that's the best part of the game. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to experience <laughs> it for sure. Like, absolutely. I, I, I like this world. I like, I like Ichiban as a protagonist. Like, he's very, he has very like shonen protagonist energy in terms of like seeing the best in people and being a bit of an oddball and you know even problematic in a couple of, of spots for sure. But like, uh, it's part of what fleshes him out as like a very interesting protagonist and like. Holy fuck! Is if, if like the next five Yakuza games are gonna be Ichiban? Like I'm on board. Like I and I've said this a million fucking times. People are probably sick of me saying this, but like Yakuza Like a Dragon didn't become a turn-based RPG until most of the way that through it was done, or at least like halfway through when it was complete. Um, yeah. If they like make Yakuza <clears throat> eight, we'll call it uh, with with a as a JRPG in mind. Like I bet they could make it a, feel a bit more. 
like uh, mechanically sound. Better? Mechanically yeah. sound. Like there's there's some light jank in like a dragon's uh, JRPG mechanics. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot. Where, well, yeah, Especially the, the area of effect it. attacks. Uh, yeah, they're so imprecise. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's, still, it's still nestled in that uh, action game. Like, like mm-hmm. there's people will move around and walk around. It's like, it's interesting. Not a lot of other RPGs like have you deal with real time timing in that kind of way um, directly, right. which is interesting. But it's just like, it needs to be more consistent. Like, you can still see the skeleton of an action game that they were going to do beforehand um mm-hmm. whereas if they do a yakuza 8 like just build it from the ground up as a jrpg i think that can be a lot more sound i think they can deal like you know i like it very rarely happens it happens like once every few hours but you'll interact in the environment like pick up a thing which what you do all the time in the old yakuza games you know like yeah uh, like having that be more of a factor in do a basic attack and this. then like oh i'm like there's a bicycle right in front of me i'm I mean, just gonna pick, pick it up, it up and, and sma- bash, with it. bash yeah. the guy with it and like do, yeah. do a crit or something so like have that be more part of the game. Like, have the environment play more of a role in in the combat, and I think that would be very interesting and, like, not what a lot of JRPGs really do. Have that be a little bit more obvious where, like, you have a character, like, it's, like you see an item light up if you just do your basic attack, and it's like, oh, I, I have the ability to do that, and rather than, like, well, am I going to stumble into this, or am I going to be in this, like, endless loop where, like, I, I'm, I run up to someone... And I have a special attack where I'm gonna light them on fire of my lighter, right? And like I'm just gonna be like standing there for like several seconds and not doing anything until like <laughs> ten seconds later. They're like, oh, now they're they're gonna do their attack. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like a, like hit dis- hit hit detection that just doesn't line up that well. That really adds to the jank. But there's in also combat. moments of just like in it that aren't scripted that make it awesome. Where it's just yeah. like, oh, uh, I did like. Um... I did Adachi's like, th- like you know, th- wrestling throw, and I threw him out, and then a car ran the guy over, and I'm just like, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> I need yep. this. I, I mean, it's 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 amazing because like obviously that wasn't meant to really happen. It's just like uh, the mechanics right. sort of stumbled into place. If Incidental you, stuff, yeah, right, right. If you make if he if he did that every time, it wouldn't be a special kind of thing, I guess. But mm-hmm. I mean, make it make you're, like you're fighting the, next to the street, yeah. Make some of the jobs more like related to that. Like make some jobs have more of a proficiency towards like uh, either background or environmental like interactions and things like that. Um, Brawler style, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it, there, and there's a foundation of that in older Yakuza games. It's not like it's something out of left field. Mm-hmm. Or like have it integrate more with like uh, you have different items and you can actually use rather than just like different like it, like have it as actual equipment rather than just a basic weapon, so to speak. And 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 um, well, where is I going to leave with this? No, like um, it's I've not played a, a meaty RPG in a while. It's been a hot minute since I've really got uh, sinking my teeth into uh, mm-hmm. an RPG. So like I'm. Trying to feel the flow and the pacing of it better. Like I, I do feel like I'm going to stick with this game to completion, and it makes me do feel, it. It makes me feel better about uh, like when I want to get into uh, Dragon Quest Eleven S. When I eventually get to that, huh. that I'll be able to stick with it because I actually am more in tune. Is that game good? I don't know. It's, uh, I, it's kind of like a Final Fantasy knockoff. I don't know. I, I okay. think I might just like watch, watch the rest of the, the game in cutscenes because like I, I kind of f- reached a point you're where you're just hitting fucking auto battle anyway. You know, you, you, why don't you just fucking? I am fuck? yes, and, and like I'm enjoying my time with that. But it's like you know what? I I think I'd rather just like see to the story because like I played enough of the gameplay to be like 
this is nice, it's but like I, I don't I don't feel into it right now, I'm, you know? Brendan, can you can you back me up? I'm feeling upset by what he just said. Like that's not what Yeah. He, mm. I I mean, here's the thing though. Here's what I'm gonna say. Is that it's if that's if that's what you're gonna do, then just do it. I mean, like you you've hit your wall with it. I mean, fine, whatever. Like I think you're missing out on the best parts of the game by just watching it, skipping out on the actual like gameplay of it. But um I mean, hey, if you want to treat it like an anime series, I mean, at least you're seeing the story. Like <laughs> like there's some cool stuff that happens and um I don't know, at the same time I think that when it comes to act 3, spoilers. I'm not going to say anything that does happen. I'm just but if you don't want to know anything, I don't skip ahead like a minute um not being invested in so when it comes to when you hit uh uh act three not being invested in your character's growth and potential might make some of what happens at the very beginning of act three less annoying mm. say that mm. i mean okay. uh, based on everything that tl and you have been have been warning me it's just like once act two hits, just skip it i'm just like you know what bye i'm good we're good we're done here. Act three hits, yeah, just eh, eh. That's we're good fair. here. I mean, maybe, and maybe, you know what? Down the that's... line, maybe I play some more Dragon Quests. Like the, I play like the uh, HD two D versions of the games or whatever, and I find more of a, a like a connection with it or something like that. Maybe I can, I can revisit mm. it, and then it won't feel as fucking like weird to me. I think. <laughs> knowing how much you like, so knowing how much you like the first Final Fantasy, that game drew so much from from Dragon Quest three. Um. I think you're going to really like the remake of three. Um, It's everything I can do to be telling people not to play. Like, I think that everyone should just go play three Mm -hmm. right now. Like go play it on the switch. I think it's that good of a game Um, that it will hold up when you play. Cause it's so open. It's like one of the very first true open world RPGs. Um, There's not like tons of stuff to go do, but you have so much freedom in how you tackle most of that game that um, like, if you played it now, just have a different, you know, do different things for the next, you know, unlock different classes and do the dungeons in a different order. And I don't know, try a different party makeup, see how you do in the, like, it's that there's that much replayability to it. However, I think that the only reason I would wait is like, if that, if that HD 2d remake hits as hard as, as people are hoping it will, um, and includes all of the content that was cut from the Switch Ooh. version, um, that would be probably a good reason to wait. Meanwhile, Final Fantasy's over here getting their content cut from their old school re-releases, fuckers. Yep. <sighs> At least I'll always have the PSP versions. <laughs> Fantastic versions of all the 2D Final Fantasies they put on there. I don't know why they didn't do three. If they would have bothered to do two, I would have thought they would have put three on the PSP. They put it on, yeah. on well, they three, three it's on DS. Didn't three come out on three's DS version did come out on the PSN. Oh okay. but it was a PSN only release. Mm. So you could play the three D remake of it, but it was only through PSN. Right. Because I, I, I don't know how those really hold up compared to the originals. I know like with four the three D version of four that was on DS, apparently like balls hard. It's like one of the hardest versions of Final Fantasy Four period. Um, like out of the blue, like really difficult. Um, so I would be curious if like Final Fantasy three got that kind of treatment, but then you have stuff like Final Fantasy five that's just going to be stranded. But I mean, I mean, I guess Final Fantasy five never had like huge content update re-releases like Dawn of Souls and, 
uh, nope. stuff like that. So really, like that would probably be a good version of the game to play if you can. Pretty sure it's effects, like the but. only version other than the Game Boy Advance version that is legitimately available. Well, and then I guess the Steam version, but it's the only one that is. It's like the first big remake of that game i guess yeah. if you don't count the if you don't count the kind of shoddy steam i was gonna say or you don't count like final fantasy origins on fucking ps1 or whatever like <laughs> well i meant for five specifically um, did five come out on origins i am not sure i thought i thought it was like five six and chrono trigger or something like uh it was I, I could be wrong but um i don't know i'd love to i i would i just wish they put a little more tlc into this uh these like pixel remasters i don't know like it's yeah. a it's a trite thing to complain about at this point but it's just like if you're building a thing with like mobile games that i like as a, as a focus like a like a mobile market why is the font so mm-hmm. ass ugly like why why did you mm-hmm. make it this way it it doesn't make sense and it's something that can be adjusted in like the text like i and i files like it's not something that 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 somebody had to like somebody salaried had to sit down and fucking figure out you know like it it's just it's so strange to me, and then you see that it's just right right next to Dragon Quest, which is just like ah here's the HD two D fucking dream that I wanted for these old Final Fantasy games right there. And even even the the remakes that people don't like on on Switch, they're like oh, it doesn't look as good and it's missing some content. Thing is, is like they still look so much better and more consistent compared to the Final Fantasy remakes. It's like dude, like and Chrono Trigger too. Like what the fuck? Like why do people? Why does Square like not care about about that stuff? Like it just like fuck. We were talking about like Capcom history Testing. and stuff like that. Like man, Square. Like come. Like have a little. Like have a little bit more there for it, man. Like and they did. They like the times they do great stuff just makes it more frustrating when they just continue to not mm-hmm. do anything at all. You know, like the DS remake of Chrono Trigger was fantastic. Everybody loves that version of the game. It's like the definitive way to play Chrono Trigger. Like um and. You know, likewise, they've done good versions of Final Fantasy 1 and 2 and 4 and stuff in the past. Like, those PSP games, those PSP remakes, like I said, fantastic. But, like, it, it's just weird. They just let stuff sit there, and it's just like, well, uh, the market's spoken, and we're making a phone game that we're putting on PC as well. Uh, consoles, get the fuck out. It just doesn't make any, like, I don't know. It's weird. <sighs> but... That is really uh, going to do it for me in terms of what I've been up Lord. to. I'll have more to say next week <clears throat> on some other stuff. But, uh, Robert. Good Lord. I, I had a bunch of stuff I was going to talk about. But um, I was hoping I was going to lead into um, a, a segue from um, Skyward Shore to what I oh, well. <laughs> played and beat oh. uh, literally an hour that- ago. <laughs> I think he alluded to, I think he said the word loop hero. I'm thinking it was, he said like an hour ago. No, 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 no. I stopped on loop hero because like I, I tried to kill God and um, it's, it has been successful and um, I just need to, you know, just beef it up and uh, grind a lot more than that. And I just don't want to make time for that right now. I, I want to hop in and play a video game ass video game, which means collecting a bunch of open world bullshits and uh, just, just like oh. wasting away. And um, what I noticed is, like, like I was, I was mentioning like how Skyward Sword, in comparison to Breath of the Wild, like you have the stamina meter. There's, there's, there's some other hooks about Skyward Sword that that makes it equipment seem like durability. it's like what? There's equipment durability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you have it where um, you see what they're going for with Skyward Sword, where it leads into. Like, it, it, it makes sense, like, oh, this is more of a spiritual kind of sort of, like, let's take what 
we liked about Skyward Sword and apply it to the next game and make it, you know, like it is such a mainstream, like one one of the classics mm-hmm. type type of mm-hmm. game. So that that's what I'm kind of seeing here too uh, between um, Spider Man 2018 and its predecessor in Sunset Overdrive, huh. where I'm seeing a lot of the mobility and movements and the plethora of, of collectibles and how accessible they, they, they are and, and abundant they are. Um, and, and just the, the wide variety of, of gadgets and um, how, how, how to you know finish off enemies, so to speak. That, that, that wide variety of, of, of like the, that open world kind of design and, and feel it, it, it just you see how much um, how much Sunset Overdrive's DNA is in that Spider-Man uh, 2018 game and mm-hmm. it, it is it, it is it is kind of neat to see but also um, Sunset Overdrive is very um, how do I put this it looks like Borderlands and um, it has some of the um, worst qualities of Borderlands. It feels like in terms of its humor, it's it's very uh, meta in fourth mm. wall breaking. But then also it's it's very um, I am fourteen, and this is um, this is me being cool kind of aspect about it. So, so like like I I enjoy good off I enjoy the, a good Deadpool movie from time to time too. <laughs> <laughs> Or I guess free guy now. <laughs> that movie's never coming out. That God. movie's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now there's that. There's that. That app that's supposed to be for the game that's not Silent Hills or Metal Gear or whatever. The I, fuck whatever. I don't. I, the, I Blue Box. Whatever. Blue Point, like games, uh, Blue Point. Blue Box, nah, Blue not Blue Point. Blue leave Kojima Blue Blue alone. Leave Hassan alone. Just, just, just like stop it. You like they did it to this, themselves. This is how we got you. I'm about to say no. Here's the thing: is that they've also been leaning into it themselves. Like in the last like month, it was just like. Here's a silhouette of a man with an eye patch. I'm like, eye what patch. Do you, you know what you're doing? And the same font, the same font as fucking tactical espionage action. What it, dude? Don't do that. Like, don't, don't lean in. Yeah, just this. Don't the lean distance. in. Don't anyway. yourself. No. But Sunset Overdrive, anyway. not distancing itself from <laughs> Spider-Man. No. Um, no. But, like, but that you, means you so. Can... Uh, let me ask you this though. Like, Go ahead. And I, I know you haven't. I know you have Rift Apart, but you haven't played Rift Apart. But um, like. Have you noticed any kind of trappings like the? How am I going to say this? Like Spider-Man to to Ratchet, or is is Ratchet kind of its own thing because it's such a core like established it's, franchise? It's its own thing. Um, okay. It's 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 more of a like all right, let's 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 take what what we liked in the reboot Ratchet and Clank twenty sixteen mm-hmm. and apply it here. Um, but then again, like the the, the the reboot Ratchet like was already. They already carried over so, so like the the um, mechanisms in the PS3 trilogy of sorts, with like the rare titanium, where we can add like different modifiers um, to to your um, weapons, and then also um, you know like level them up using this one this one additional currency that you just come across throughout throughout just playing playing the game and just upgrading it, upgrading and leveling up the the um, the weapon. Beyond um, just just a simple like oh I'm just using it a lot which means it will level up no you have to apply the additional currency to um, gain the um, more ammo capacity more damage capacity or like a different modifier a- a- attached to it but um, the, the real neat thing about like obviously like rift, rift apart is just the different um, alternate fire modes and I've, I don't know, obviously of course like the different weapons that like could be used that can be nice and flashy in the in on the uh, PS5. 
So okay. it, it, it's kind of like building off of um, what the 2016 Ratchet was was doing in that one's sim- simplicity to it, which was already like just kind of kind of like like adding on to what um, oh gosh, what was it? Um, a, a a crack in time, the, ah. the finale of, of that trilogy. Okay, but um, more on Sunset Overdrive. Um, I I I like it. It, it. It's it's it has like these like tower defense kind of, kind of kind of like side missions that 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 are okay. You know, it, like it, it kind of feels like it like it, it kind of like it wants to have tower defense, but also wants you to be an active participant too in it. Where like it gives you enough, it gives you currency to place down traps, but they don't they don't provide enough for it to be more of a tower defense rather than like, oh yeah, you can place down like four traps, but then you still have to be like very you know like active and um, present mm-hmm. when it, when it comes to like f- fighting off the horde and stopping them from advancing, and like I you you just wish that there was like more of a mode where it's like. All right, you have all these like like you have like at least ten different traps you can use by doing like side quests and playing the main game, but then you end up like, well, what if I, I'm just using two because like the currency that it gives you is is jack squat, mm. like it's it, it, like it's, some of these are, are like you require like twenty five energy or or like ten energy, and you're only getting like one hundred twenty five or a hundred in these in, in these different areas. So it's like they want to commit to this, but then they don't. It, it, it's, it's just it made made it for like a mildly frustrating time with that. But then you get like at least like twenty different weapons, and like some of these weapons are 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 either just like the the base level of version of it, or they're, they're the upgraded version of, of of a weapon. So you get this. You get this this, this AK forty seven, and then like you have the ability to like for like you know ten thousand dollars more, you can get this like basically the same weapon, but it's a variant. It's a different skin, and also it does more damage, which is nicer. Or you you get a weapon that's um that's basically like like, like shoots out bowling balls, and it's called the dude, and um. Mm. It. It, it just acts as like like exactly yeah that's, that's yeah. the type of like humor we're you're right with. you're right it's very borderlands but like uh, maybe yeah. maybe not borderlands three cringe but like uh yeah, tongue in cheek at the very least yeah and on the AK forty seven weapon is called the um, AK F off all right that's AK F U this like, was better Dylan yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah no no Russians that's way fucking better yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it's 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 a fun game, like like, like hmm. the, the grinding um, aspect of it, and like the the you know pumping up your meter to do your your, your style meter. That can be fun. It, it it could be like like once you have like the air dash and the ability to like sustain it more. There's there's a lot going on with it, like mechanics wise. But um, really, like what what it comes down to is um, some of the weapons. Um, you can level them up, level them up like a Ratchet and Clank style, but just using them a lot, mm-hmm. so like gain more, um, you know, like damage effects, um, greater AOE, or like more ammo capacity, like you know, the basic shit. But like the real frustrating part is is the currency in the game, where like you have so all these weapons that that cost like twenty thousand cans of the overdrive juice, okay. and you're you're getting like one can per enemy practically. There's a lot of enemies, but it's, it's still like you need to grind a ton, a ton, or, or like up. do a bunch of the side quests to actually either 
save up for for like the bigger weapons but like i'm just thinking like in comparison to like a ratchet and clank game like you would you would be able to like get all the weapons except for like the rhino by the end because mm. like they're, they're they're all like relatively affordable by the end but here like i still have like about like six or seven left to buy and like like i i have to grind to, to get currency to actually afford to get these weapons and it, it's just a frustrating affair where it's like what like you have like 27 weapons and like okay yeah like about like seven of them are upgraded variants mm-hmm. but still you have so many that it's like oh that would be cool like, like i want to try that but there's no way for me to you know obtain them in with, with like within before like the, I, I do the end game shit and like do the additional dlcs so it, it was just it, it it's just been you know like really nice to just like like muss around and then like try to get like the like oh god like 10 different collectibles it feels like because like there, there's there's like toilet paper you have to like like pick up there's um shoes on, on the grind rails that you need to pick up there's um, floating balloons you need to pick up, pick up, and they're they're all like 150 of these of these stinkers, and they're, they're like you can collect a lot of them by just like roam around the the, the world, but it's such it's such a like plentiful bount like just bountiful affair of, of like stuff to do and stuff to collect, and you can also um, use some of that currency to like uh, show off wh- where these exact locations of all the um, shoes are, all the uh, toilet paper are, all the um, all the uh, like different overcharge um, signs that you need to wall run on. Like it, it, it is, it is, it is very um, crackdown like. I, I, I would say, like when I was actually playing it. Mm, okay. Um, just, just like roaming around and collecting like like the, the equivalent of like agility orbs in this game, where it's like, all right, I need to get higher and um, find f- find where. I can reach that area to wall run on. All right, I need an air dash over over here so I can get this one overcharge sign that's that's hanging off of the wall. And then I see, oh, I, I can I can climb up and spin on this and on this one pole to get to get the um, the toilet paper on this one. And like you're, you're, you're <laughs> sounds hot. It it is Naturally. it is. <laughs> But um, more more to the point, like the the, the currency in this game is like I I'm I'm, I'm like kind of d- dumbfounded on like how do I get more currency to get the weapons and then also get the um get the additional like like reveals of the map um so I can get get more of the collectibles. But I I, I beat the game and it was kind of predict- predictably like kind of like eh, it's, it's it's all right I guess. I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's some uh, YouTube video you can look up from like 2000, whatever this 2004, 2013 when this game came out. That'll give you the the, the down low on the best spots to grind for Slurpee <laughs> energy drink, whatever it's called. Over uh, so it'll be Sarge I, instead of Surge. It'll be Sarge <laughs> energy drink or something. There's like a cartoon right. army man on the front. <laughs> right. God. No, like the, 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 there's a couple moments Spoilers. in like the the main missions um, where. You, you can just hang out in the area and just 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 like have a bunch of these fuckers just come in everywhere and just just like keep rushing you and like obviously you, you get some some of the currency by, by killing a bunch of them and then some of some ammo back by, by killing a bunch of them 
but it's just like I, I found it's like oh cool like I do that for like five minutes I get like three hundred it's like all right yeah that, that's that's nice I can and just like like level up my weapons to, to be um, even greater by like having a bunch of enemies just just here I can just fe freeze bomb the, bomb them and then have like the um, the nu nu nuclear uh, nu nuclear uh, device um, amplifier um, to my AK forty seven and like. You know, like the the rarity where, where you can have it, where it's like, oh, like, there's a two percent chance where, where, like, if you get a kill with, with with this weapon, there's a nuclear bomb that goes off here, um, or, or, or like there, there's there's again, like there's different amplifiers with different weapons that you mm -hmm. can use and attach, where it's like, oh, this can up, uh, like beef up your XP more faster, or it can increase your your style um, points with your grinding and using this weapon, so it can get, get kind of complicated there. Um, but it's it's still it's it, it still kind of feels like it, it's holding its hand behind like like having its arm up, up, up like behind its back because hmm. like you you feel like you want to do more but it, it kind of okay. limits you it, it's kind of restricting you in in, in, in some way hmm. like with, with like the lack of um, affording the weapons by by the end like we really really need to like actually grind. And not just like grind in, in the standard way where it's like, oh, I'm just like doing a bunch of side quests. Um, and then also the, the tower defense mode is like, it's nice, but it just feels like it's it's a an, another sort of like, oh, yeah, um, we need more modes or like different kind of like mission types in this game. What can we whip up together? Like, I know tower defense mode. Like, OK, are you going to flesh it out? Yeah. Not really. Very Monster Hunter Rise from what I'm <laughs> the vibes I'm getting from that for sure, but um, it, yeah, it, 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 it just doesn't feel like it's it, it's doing enough. But like I when I saw it initially, it's like oh cool, like I can lay down traps and like and and, and just put puts on turrets. Like it, it doesn't last long enough for for you to feel like you you can really flesh it out with like different different traps to set up. Like you only have like the selection of four you can preset with. But then, like the, the the waves don't last long at all. Like you reach a point mm. where like they they start coming in, and you know like, like you're you're done within I would say maybe like five minutes for this mode. Like there really could be like it's like oh yeah we can do like maybe like endless an endless mode or or like say like a multiple wave mode. But yeah, like, like they, horde kind of thing. Did, yeah, and, and like have the ability to have more of the currency, so it can be more of a tower defense mode. But it really doesn't. <clears throat> and, and another like, little thing about this game that like I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of getting annoyed by like what what like video games kind of been doing <clears throat> is the um, so you're going around you're, you're you're meeting different factions and you're helping out these different factions doing side quests and then the last faction you meet <clears throat> the last faction you meet you do a couple missions and then like oh shit here comes the end game like you barely have uh -oh. any sort of like I guess you could say like development with them. It just felt like, you know, like like a. It, it it kind of feels like oh gosh, like in Wolfenstein, the New Colossus, where you where you meet you you go down to um, New Orleans and you 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 meet the you meet the um, the the socialist cabal. Um, there and it's just like oh cool like these cool no characters and then like two missions later you're doing your end game run it's like wait I've barely had any contact with these characters and this is a game all about their, the characters 
So it's just like there's not not enough time to develop these characters, and they just show up, and it's like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, we 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 need to do the final run here. And Is there more side stuff that you could do before you went and did the end? Like, does it not just just not telegraph? Like, hey, there's you're there's like the two additional like... side quests you can do for for for, oh, for okay. this for this uh, additional faction, and then like that two like main missions you do, and that's really about it you'd think you want to introduce all of the important factions by at least halfway through the game it's it's kind of how i felt about um naoto um in, in persona 4 is that, is that, is that oh, how sure. you say your name okay. yeah naoto yeah i, I see what yeah, you mean we're, like we're, like we're, by the time you get to so... know know her that like the 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 we're in like the third act almost you know like yeah. things are ramping up like yeah the, it's yeah the, it's the last you're, you're expecting me to, to blast through their entire like social link in in you like within know, yeah. like yeah, two the, months yeah. or the or it's like the thing that I was thinking the whole time it's like it's like the last power in a Metroid game yeah where it's like, this is cool but I didn't do shit with it like the right. flamethrower in Prime Prime One like I mean I was gonna yeah it's or the the uh, <laughs> the giant dreidel you get in Twilight Princess, you do for one, you do for one puzzle, one boss oh, yeah. fight, and then one section yeah, in one Hyrule Castle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you can use it out in the overworld. There's a couple spots in the track where you can like, I think get access to other shit. Sure, yeah, I would say yeah, definitely that? stuck with me, <laughs> stuck with you too. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, Twilight Princess is not bad, but it's not good. <laughs> I don't like Twilight. It's fair. It's fair. But um, I mean, so do you think they'll ever return to that well, though? Do you think that uh, Insomnia could? I think yes. Well, obviously, you didn't play Ratchet and Clank. Uh... Otherwise, you would know. <laughs> yeah. Did you totally see that insane. reference where they had that one weapon? They they bring the portals in, and they they had like the big like like Fizco like balloon come down. Yes, that's why there's a Sly charge. Cooper game coming next year. Clearly, <laughs> fuckers love Sly Cooper. No, like that's that... getting uh, the... four games next year. Jesus. <laughs> No, like the, like there's been some like rumblings about that where like they they that, that Sunset Overdrive Twitter is being a- active Wait, again. That? Rumblings, rumblings. <laughs> so I I don't know. There you might be a Sunset Overdrive too. God, there might be a Sunset Overdrive too for the PS5. But like I, I mean like it'll it's be this... it'll be the Xbox Series X because then it like oh I guess did it come to PC? It, it did. it's it's I'm I'm playing on Game Pass PC Game Pass. Oh, PC oh, game. Pass. Okay. There you go. I I thought maybe you were playing on like Xbox. Okay. Good. To well, know. I mean, Elder Scrolls Six Xbox. is going to be like Xbox exclusive, so like anything can happen. Yeah. Doesn't mean that was multi-platform before. Doesn't mean it's it's going to be continued to be so. I, I I I well, I'm just saying that I'm pretty sure Sunset Overdrive will probably just stay at on Xbox and PC. Hmm. I don't think it'll come to PS5. Okay. Well, it it is like um. Well, Insomniac is, is, is fully didn't... owned by Sony, so... Like, so then be... I, it's gone. It's never happening. It's yeah. over. No more. I mean, that's fine. I mean, like, it it's... Gears of War devs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, it, it's, it's, a, it's an okay game. It, like, it, it's, it's fair, fair... Like, I don't... Hmm, how do I put this? Mileage may vary. If, if you're very into, like, right. I just need an open world game just to dick around in... And and just like it has like really good motion and like maneuverability. Um, play this podcast it up. Don't just, just just like don't like it's it's not that like interesting of, right. of a game. I mean like there, there's some like meta jokes would be like okay haha that's 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 funny, but like they're they're kind of few and far between. There it's, it's not it's not that interesting 
enough to to, to like yeah, hold kind of vibe I got. Yeah, like I mean, like you, like watch a couple of the side quests or like the main quests and be like, all right, yeah, this is okay. Like, okay, I get it. Your 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 cocky player character is is like, oh yeah, totally. Like all my life, I, I've been like doing nothing, and now all, all of a sudden I care. Not not because it's the apocalypse, but I'm also being like really jokey about like how I'm making like pop culture references and and, and, and <laughs> all that. It's like, I see. Yeah, I'd always liked the look of it, and that was the first game I saw like they revealed the the Xbox One with was yeah. Sunset Overdrive or one of the first ones. And I remember thinking that that game looked really cool, but I don't know. It feels like it feels like to- something that's totally missable, and you're not. It. I don't want to say yeah. Recore, but it, it feels like it shares the same place in my brain as Recore of like, eh, it's good. I, I, I feel like you're Recore insulting. Probably worse, but. You're, you're, I feel like you're insulting Sunset Overdrive because, like, I had a I, yeah, hell of a yeah, lot yeah. better time with, with uh, Sunset Overdrive than Recore. I just Re- mean, Recore it, it felt like a slog. Like, it or you know what else? Maybe something like, and this will, I think, like Fuse. Uh, like Odyssey to the West or whatever. Um, Enslaved Odyssey enslaved, to the West. Yes. How dare it, you? It, no, I'm just saying it occupies the same place in my brain of just like of of sunset overdrive in that game of like it was this thing that a lot of people really like pretty well when it came out but it just didn't i don't think anyone i don't see anyone out there being like well that's not true i'm sure there's somebody out there but i just don't see a large uh, grassroots effort to bring back these games oh no like it it maybe enslaved i mean like everyone like every time you mention enslaved for people who play it it's like oh my god you should play enslaved but like it, it is like available on Steam at this point, and mm-hmm. like it, just that game definitely feels mind. like it doesn't need a sequel in my eyes. Gotcha. Whereas like Sunset Overdrive, like that's very much like a video game, video game ass video game where yeah, like a sequel can improve on a few things. You know, give it a shot. It sounds like it got a sequel. It was just you know split into two games, one being Spider Man and the other being Ratchet and Clank. Ah, uh, well, maybe I, I'm talking. Like the, the Ratchet is a whole another thing compared to like Sunset Overdrive, but sure. but like it, in terms of it, it, it's variety in weapons, sure, yeah, you can make that comparison because like you can see a lot of a lot of its um a lot of Ratchet DNA in Sunset Overdrive, where it's like oh you have a boomerang weapon where like it, 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 it spins around and hits people, or you have a gun that's just a acid sprinkler sprinkler. It's like, oh yeah, that is something that you would probably see in a Ratchet and Clank game, and you probably have. So, it's nice. It's all right. Like, give it a shot if you want, but um, just just be wary. Like, it's 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 gonna feel like it's 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 too long. It's gonna overstay its welcome. And um, I don't know if if you want to just have a game where you just want to collect a bunch of stuff. And um, yeah. Give it a shot, but just be wary of that that that, 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 that currency issue that, that, that I came across. So I, I just blitzed through that entire entire game just just just, just to beat it. I'm telling you, you just got to look up some YouTube videos, and there's some dude out there with like 14,000 subscribers who has the lowdown on the best spots. The to grind best out spots, you know, they get they got it the day after it came out, and just they lucked out on the uh, algorithm algorithm Olympics, as it were. But uh... sure, sure, but like at this point, like I could do the I I can do the additional DLC if I want to, but I feel like I'm like you know what I'm I'm good. I don't think I need to play more of it. I feel like I I can move on to something else at this point. 
Sure. But it's it's just. I mean, you know, it, you talk about Game Pass. I mean, they they added a lot more stuff recently than I thought they would because uh, Lethal League Blaze, a fantastic game. Uh, did not know that yeah. was on Game Pass as of late. That's a fantastic. Played twenty minutes of Ascent, and that was that was a brief experience because I got stuck and I gave up and I was done. Sounds with that like game. most people ha- like once they get past maybe an hour past the opening, they tend to like it a lot better okay. but it sounds like the opening is rough and other oh people have said i've seen other people having bugs and stuff that just they just drop off it may have been like i oh. I, I came across like there's two separates um there's two separate pathways like okay this door's locked oh, this other door's locked uh where the hell do you want me to go because like you know what i wanted to play you and you seem cool but i'm done no um, the other game I kind of like picked up for for like a hot second because like oh well I guess I want to play something else but like not that's not the ascent was like by like an hour of Slay the Spire a little bit. Ooh, you know, I, like I, I was looking for I, I was looking for a game where I can just easily just just like climb back and uh, you know just play with one hand on the mouse and the other hand just be just be free to do whatever whatever it wants and pleases you know. Yeah, so, you're a married man now. You got, you got stuff to do. You got shit to do. Absolutely. Yeah, like like be on my phone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, I was I was playing Slay, Slay the Spire and like, you know what? Like I'm I'm digging it. Um, I I haven't gotten too invested in it. We're, we're like I'm, I'm starting to understand like like how everything works and it's like I I, I like the loop of it. You have a favorite character? I I I, I just yeah. I, I just I, I just feel with, with, with this game like I feel like there, there's more He's not RNG t- bullshit that, that than I would like. Ah, okay. It but it is a I mean isn't it more of a uh, it's a light correct like things you unlock new things that will be available to you in further runs. No, no, it's closer I, to I'm roguelike than light. I would say. Yes, because like like the only thing that like carries over is like the quote unquote XP. Which just g- grants you um, more more characters, if I remember correct. Right, and okay. like the characters have specific abilities and stuff, but not a lot of uh, like overlap in terms of like you're not building. No, no, like like, like if if anything, like like the same thing with like the other game I was kind of sort of playing the Atomic Crops, another Game Pass game, where it's like it, Game Pass, it, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. But but it, it, it's just more like it's more hands off when it comes to like the the progression from from like run to run, where like uh, Atomic Crops I found out is like if you like gain a certain amount of like the um, currency in that game in a season, then you you have the ability to um, get more of the um, get more 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 of this like one item that you can use to um, kind of upgrade. Like in- incrementally um, outside of the runs, but that then they kind of sort of like ex- like go away. So you can't just keep on grinding. You have to actually get better at this game to reach like further in the seasons. And once you actually beat all four seasons, you un- you un- unlock an additional year, which bumps up the difficulty and like gives you more rewards. But then it's like it's it's going to be much harder. Harder. It's it's going to be much more chaotic. It's it's. Like year two's kicking my ass, and there's like twelve years in this game, so I, I, it's, 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 I had my fun with it for about uh, under under ten hours, but like you know what, I'm, I'm set, you know, this, this is, this is enough. 
Look, if you want a game that's all about uh, collecting stuff and going through years and building up your town, you should play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. It's neat. Maybe on your phone? Is, is the phone version any good? I, I heard it's like... I haven't played the phone I, version. I heard the Switch version is based on the phone version. So, if... uh, The Switch version got better. Okay. <laughs> got it, got it. You should play it on GameCube, though. There, just yeah, up, just get, get your, your own Game GameCube. Boy Advances. It, Find four GBAs and four link cables and three other people. I'm question. sure we could we could make it work over Dolphin on Christian. Christian. Okay. Um What Final Fantasy game oh, would dear. you recommend to me? Brendan, let's uh, uh let's all right. We know we've known Robert for a long time. Okay. Uh hold on. <laughs> okay. It, it uh, could be gameplay gotta... or it can be yeah, story no, wise. Gotta... All right. And all the this above. This is a bit now. This is a yeah. bit now. Okay. We got we're gonna let me yeah, think let me... this through. Put, put those minds uh, together. He doesn't like RPG you... mechanics. He just likes to hit one button. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think we gotta figure this out. I think we gotta figure this out. All this could right, be so homework. This could be something for next P and B. I think no, I think I have mm-hmm. my pick. Oh. But I'm gonna. We gotta go through. We gotta ask some questions. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What did you? Twenty like questions. About, Come on. Here we go. What did you like most? Give me like your top two to three things you liked most about Seven Remake and your Ooh. least favorite. Ooh. Off the top of your head, just off that's the top rough. of your head. That's rough. That's rough. Give me um, okay. Then one favorite, I, one least favorite. I I I like the combat in Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Okay. Um, I like the um story presentation. But the, of course, okay. like it's, it's the most modern one. You have like the "quote unquote" most graphics aspect about it. I, I I like how small scale it can be when when it comes to the story, and it, it, it kind of ha- had that like quasi like um, yakuza feel, or, or like this is some some of these side quests are kind of zany, but also just just like real like street level kind of like I'm 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 doing a do gooder kind of thing. It's it's not all like world ending bullshits. But then you, you get the uh, you, you get the like the the, the random like uh, like world ending like anime bullshit you kind of see in like Resident Evil type games. So like I don't know like I like the ridiculous a- aspect of it mixed with of like the like, let's let's take the serious. Um, okay, so the, your what, what, answer sort of pushes me in the direction I think Brendan you're probably in a similar wavelength of you mm. may enjoy Final Fantasy 15. I could see you enjoying that. Because mm. in terms of like uh, combat, combat depth and everything like that, like it's exactly. it's uh, it's an action game at its core, um, with some like a lot of RPG elements for sure. But like if if you and it starts out, I mean I don't want to say it starts out, but it's relatively mundane. Like right. the stuff you're, yeah. you're fishing, you're fixing your car, you're talking with the towns, Just hanging out folk, with your bros, man, hanging out with your bros, and then it does get into world-ending bullshit. I don't mean bullshit in like a, mm. a like necessarily a, a bad thing. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that once it does get into the world-ending bullshit, it turns into more of a linear experience that you, is like Final Fantasy VII's more linear sections. Yeah. So it starts out way more open than Final Fantasy VII, but if you want to skip past that stuff, if you're just not feeling the side quests, if you don't want to hunt all the monsters, if you don't want to, you know, drive around mm-hmm. with your buds, listen to the Final Fantasy VI soundtrack, and uh, just fishing and whatever, you don't have to do that. But yeah, that was exactly my first idea. I think you would like Final Fantasy XV pretty well, and it's a small cast too, and it's similar story yeah. presentation. 
So that that one might seem like an easy get, I, I would say. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking something a little bit older. Like I'm, I'm talking like like one to thirteen kind so, of situation. Okay. Like like, so, like it does feel like thirteen <laughs> is more up my alley. But I'm thinking like more like RPG ass. So Final okay, Fantasy. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I'm just gonna give About you 10. a couple more. Huh? You think you, Brendan talking to me here? You think he would be into ten? <laughs> I can yeah okay because that, that's where my my brain going. Be it's also on Game Pass. Ten. Ten is the closest structurally to seven insofar as like it's linear, ish and open, ish. At I'm times. not a fan um, of medieval or fantasy kind of like setting. It's not the aesthetic. Like okay. it's not. It's not. It is a. It is a tropical, post-apocalyptic future, mm-hmm. where the quote unquote no fantasy clubs. elements yeah <laughs> the, the fantasy elements are because they a certain culture in this world is afraid of technology and what technology mm-hmm. is there is broken and in disrepair because i think you would actually like final fantasy 10 2 even better oh boy oh um just in terms of like its structure and its gameplay i think you might like it a little bit better uh, it's more like it's a mission-based mm-hmm. the, game. And, yeah, um, these days you can't get one without the other, so you're in luck. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think I think you might like ten. Uh, ten, if depending on how you get invested in certain some of the characters, you will right. be weeping like a baby at the end. Um, because <laughs> I sure was. Um, I I I feel like the dark horse pick would would maybe be Final Fantasy twelve. Because well, you have the ability to Final Fantasy, but here's the problem. That ball here's the Brennan's problem. <laughs> here's the problem with Final Fantasy twelve and with you and Final Fantasy twelve. I don't think you're gonna give a fucking rat's ass about the story. Because yeah. all that <laughs> game is all that game is is like high end political stuff and then on like ensemble characters reacting to it. It's not about like here's your main protagonist and he's going on like this really mm-hmm. powerful, heartfelt journey where he's learning about himself and saving the world. It's mm-hmm. literally like this band of people who are trying to stop a war and it about two thirds of the way through, you find out that there's like metaphysical reasons behind this whole war and it kind of just falls apart. But the (laughs) gameplay in that game for me is bar none. I love that game. I love the music in that game. It's so good. Um, I, I love final fantasy 12, but I don't think, I don't think I would recommend that to you above any other of the other ones i don't think i would also i also don't think i would recommend you anything older maybe you could do maybe you could do like maybe six if you like maybe six i I don't think i i was gonna say i don't think you could do anything older than seven yeah Hmm. yeah no because those are those like the games that are older than seven like have such an emphasis on gameplay and as we've established that's not really your jam in these games so um I could definitely like you would probably stay as far away from three and five as you physically could, uh, and yeah, and I, I wouldn't suggest two to anybody with a pulse. So, um, yep. So yeah, like, three and five yeah. are good if you want to play with like a really deep class system, but you're not going to get much story out of them. Um, yeah, honestly, I think I think ten. I get I I would give ten like a good <sighs> give ten. A good five hours. Yeah, I was gonna say good a good five hours. You need to two two sessions. Okay. Get yourself up to at least a full a full party 
of consistent party members. Because mm. in the beginning, some some party members kind of come, come and go, and, yeah, and then you come and go. And then you have like a solid um, batch of six. And the thing that's nice about ten to uh, ten as well, I should <laughs> say, is that um, it's it's not active time combat. So fi- the old Final Fantasy games, most mm-hmm. of them have like you're not taking turns you're waiting for a meter to fill up and then selecting your action to fight mm-hmm. 10 is more tactical it's like you have turns you take your turn and you do um you fight in whatever specified order and a, a lot of the str- strategy is changing the order because you see the order on the screen of like when um attacks take place um and there is every character is is viable and in fact needed because like some characters, their weapons will only hurt certain types of enemies. So you're constantly swapping characters in and out. It's similar to Dragon Quest 10 in that way, but I don't mm-hmm. want to make too many comparisons to that because there's there's more, it's not quite as traditional as 10. So I think, I think of all the turn-based games, 10 is your best bet. Of all okay. the action games, I think you might be able, you could probably do 15 and maybe 13. Um, mm-hmm. Basically 13, everything. Thirteen, after, I'm curious about, but like that one seems so dense. It's stupid. Like it's not a bad <laughs> game. It's just stupid. Like the, like the, it. They just throw you proper noun soup, and you're just like, I don't. The I Paul's can't. Falsy, I don't fucking, fucking like yeah. Let's see, Falsy, Paul, yeah, yeah Grand Pulse, like, Order Pulse. Like it's the. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of like up its own ass in terms of that stuff. I would say like it, which is mm-hmm. although it's yeah. You might like Final Fantasy Lightning Returns, which is the third Final Fantasy Thirteen. Game. I get to dress up women, which, I'll, uh, like, as as you know, like I am a big fan of Yakuza, and you can do that in Zero and Kwame too. And you can do that in Tentu and in Lightning Returns. Lightning Ooh. Returns is also like it's just one party member, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Now that I've sufficiently sat here and talked about every weird Final Fa- Final Fantasy game, pick one from a. Just pull up a list of every Final Fantasy game that came out from ten forward, and Actually, throw you know a dart and, uh, and wherever dart, it lands. This is, this is outside the uh, scope a little bit, but if you've not played Chrono Trigger, you should play Chrono Trigger. Ah, uh, you know what? Dark yeah. Horse, technically Square Enix. No, that's yeah, it's, that's, that's it. It's, it's, it's Final it, Fantasy it's Origins. By, it's there. It's, you don't have to grind really all that much. It's it's more like I think it's it, it, the narrative focus is is tight. It's not sloppy. It's it's time travel, but not sloppy time travel. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you should play Chrono Trigger. Yeah, actually, I didn't. I know should that. play that yeah, play, and then tell it Chrono it sucks Trigger. and tell it to TL's face. And and then no. he'll you know just like go through the internet and punch you in the face. Play yeah, that, well. then you can play Chrono Cross, <laughs> and we can talk about that again. Yeah, yeah let's relitigate <laughs> that. Let's talk about that mess. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> now nah, play so yeah, play ten, or play maybe thirteen or fifteen. Mm. I, I, I'm gonna go with ten. Let's let's just yeah. go with ten. And if you don't like that, try fifteen, and then we can try this again. If you are feeling like you want to try a Final Fantasy, after I, I it may not happen this year, but like I've got a mild curiosity. Uh, a bunch of other games I want to play ahead of it, but like you, you know, like yeah. like Falls I, I, I want to play Octopath Traveler first, like ahead of those games, but. I don't know. Mm. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Mm. You know, it's like it's something like I want to get... venture into it. But like, yeah. I don't, I don't know how averse you are to mechanics in a JRPG in general, though, because Octopath's brilliance, a lot of it, like, it is in its presentation 
almost first and foremost, but it's also in its gameplay like uh, mechanics, mm-hmm. like uh, finding combinations that work for you or finding party members that really speak to you is because like if you're going there for like a narrative thing, like it, it's it. There's, it's nonsense. It's, it's, it's yeah. nothing. Like there's really no narrative connective tissue for ninety percent of that game for each of these characters. You know, you'll have side conversations in your save rooms and your taverns and bars and shit. But like when it comes to actually like, oh, I'm just kind of like jamming through this for the story. I want to see where things go. Like, mm-hmm. I really wouldn't recommend Octopath for that. That's just not what the game is. Like, that's not where the game's strengths lie. It's very pretty, amazing soundtrack. Uh, and fantastic battle systems, but narrative, I could never really say, ah, oh, this holds up with the greats, because it's definitely not. Yeah. No. So, yeah, it, 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 it just kind of, like, all stems from, like, like I I don't know what, what kind of sort of happened with, like, Dragon Quest Eleven, where it just felt like, you know what, I, I think I, need, I, I, I I had enough, you know? It's or, okay. Like, with it's, its combat. I mean, it's fine, you know? And this is not... This is not vindictive. This is just a point of comparison. I had the same thing with with Yakuza. I really did. Like, I I just uh, it just didn't <laughs> click for me because I don't really do modern yeah, it, it, modern stuff. Like, I had the same problem yeah. with Sleeping Dogs. I wanted so much to like Sleeping Dogs, and honestly, like GTA Five, same thing. I wanted so much to like those games, but so just is know, is, just is, really is the Persona series like different enough for you that you oh, might yeah. be interested? I mean, look, the Persona series, you're going into like otherworldly realms and fighting demons it's not in dungeons yeah in dungeons no less um it's it's not like it's so it's so weird to me and it's something that uh i've only recently like gotten more comfortable with is thinking of like you know the underground sections in a in that yakuza that first yakuza dungeon that one building that you're infiltrating with um adachi what's his name yeah adachi yeah I, I, I did not even, I was like, oh yeah, this is a dungeon, huh? And I, it, it's so weird to me because it's like, it to me, it's just not. And I, I guess I'm looking for something different, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just something I can't, I, like, like you can't quite click with super fantasy medieval yeah. stuff. I just can't quit, quit, click with modern stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like with, for my sort of like uh, infatuation with the Yakuza, like the fact that it is, a modern setting or a modern sort of like um, trappings and whatnot is like, it's so different from a lot of other RPGs. I've, I've, I've tried most of them, you know, stay in the realm of old fantasy or some will go into more of a sci-fi route, but like, this is just like modern day Japan, you know, just like, like, sure. Honestly. And it's like, if I try to like distance myself from my weird taste about it, like it's a really cool thing that that exists. And it's Mm -hmm. also really neat. Like that the, protagonists are all like in their mid 40s you know yeah like these are just these are old crusty dudes and and like actually even adachi like 60 like truly like an old 50 plus dude. yeah he's yeah. in somewhere plus. in his 50s yeah and so like that all is so cool to me and i love everything about the game on paper i like its goofiness and all that stuff but uh, it's just i don't know something about being in the world in an interactive just way. Just walking around the overworld can be kind of cumbersome, like, uh, just trying to get from place to place. Like, they have the... They it was worse. They, yeah, I would say. It, 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 they, they've they been building that up, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do have some shortcuts here. They have the taxis, and they have, like, you know, you can track where you need to go on the map, and it's very straightforward there. But, like, mm-hmm. eh, finding stuff to do, finding those side quests, going around, and, like, oh, I got to... Like, a friend of mine was playing Kiwami 1, or no, no, it was 0, it was 0, and... Uh, or no, it was Kwame one because it dealt with a little girl. Because uh, he, he had to get 
you had to get a, a water for a dog, and you had to get specifically mineral water and a paper plate. Yes, he got <laughs> that one's bullshit. It was so. That's, that's, that's a main story quest. Yeah, right. He got. He bought vitamin water, brought it to the dog. No good. Bought mineral water, brought it to the dog. Oh, there's nothing to get it out of. And then he's just like, what? There's no bowl. Like what? <laughs> You have to buy a bowl. Yeah, buy, exactly. Uh, you, no, you no, you buy a paper plate <laughs> specifically, mm-hmm. which doesn't even make sense. You're trying to get water for a dog, and so he can eat. So he has an appetite. So he drinks water to get an appetite. The, yeah, there's some bloat involving Kiwami One. Uh, yeah, that could but be there's very some Kiwami actual like legit centric, great sure. additions to it. But yeah. Hmm. But yeah, but here um, we go. Yeah, here, that's we'll where see, it stands. We'll we got. See, um, we'll see what happens. One with the rest of twenty twenty one. If I, I attempt another Final Fantasy that isn't um, the honestly, the more we talk about, it, I think it should just play fifteen. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, I'm hovering between ten to fifteen. Just, I, I, for sure. Like, like I'm 10, sure. I'm sure. Ten is the ten is the try the old ones out, and it's not even really the one of the old ones. I mean, eight would I mean, be the Brandon, one. Brandon, it's twenty years old. old it's one of the old ones. Yeah, it's sure. considered but, a retro Final Fantasy at this point now. It's so I I'd say like one through ten are kind of <laughs> like if you it would call it the old era, right? Yeah, like twelve. Yeah, like, I would say twelve. I, like it's doing some PS two and earlier. Yeah, old stuff. Play maybe you might be able to do seven or eight, maybe ten. But just mm. I think you just skip all that and play fifteen. Uh, yeah, I yeah that mm-hmm. that one does car. seem like an easier bet but like, that, that one feels kind sure. of sort of cheating yeah, I mean, to, it's, to me no, we're like it's, it's not, not quite it's, 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 it's not. different enough from final fantasy the, the other final fantasies where like it's it's kind of like it's a, it's own like but a lot of those beast. core principles and foundations that you liked in seven remake did mm-hmm. have their foundings somewhat in 15 it was 15 mm-hmm. and 13 so i guess it's like those two go like go for one of yeah, those you're two wanting maybe more of think... a, a tale of like uh like we were saying the uh older final fantasies you know like maybe give 10 a shot like if you're looking for like a like gotcha. more of the quintessential you know final fantasy experience or what have you well, even then like 10 is i mean honestly i think one through nine is the old final fantasies and then yeah nine was kind of like era. the send-off for that stuff huh yeah yeah you might like nine and, and who knows and i'll is tell you what star Rob? wars one or is that eight and i know you made Four the comparison star to star wars, wars and what Four is four and twelve are the Star Wars ones. Like twelve is a shot for shot, like cinematic <laughs> remake, like in every way. Whereas four is like thematic. It's Star Wars and it's in its stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, see. so is twelve. Twelve is like it's got Darth Vader, like in people being each other's siblings that are bad and good. And don't know that in Final Fantasy four. <laughs> Go listen to the Final Fantasy twelve. Um, grind forever and hear me give you all the comparisons because exactly if you, want forever. To, if you want to hear our thoughts on many different final fantasies and many different rpgs you could always uh go through the archives here at pnb at uh and uh go through support us on the patreon here at patreon.com slash pnb if you want to uh you know listen to what we're up to a little early we got things like pre-pods in the can you've been hearing that in the main feed as of late as uh personal events and life yeah you know what me and robert just had to get married in the same like 20 day span the same like three week span it just had to happen you know like it could happen any other way but uh if you want to give us a a a dollar or two or hey more i'm not gonna stop you uh you can always go to patreon.com slash pnb and we'll hook you up with uh week early episodes of whatever the heck else we are up to like ryan forever or pnb fm or level select or whimsically horny or whatever the heck we decide to do because that's what it's there for 
what we want to do. And we uh, really do appreciate any and all support you can give us. Um, it was kind of surreal uh, meeting, you know, a couple people in real life who listen to PNB. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, it's really it. It is not sinking in how kind of weird and cool that is. Um, and we do appreciate, uh, you know, your time and your listenership. And uh, hell, yeah. Uh, so, Robert, uh, do you have anything you would like to plug? Anything that you're up to besides uh, oh God. besides the married life? Living it up. <laughs> we we did not do a board impression. Um, Xbox show. Game Pass. Uh, the, 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 like uh, that's the only Jeez thing I'm because that's the only thing I've been using. Because um, I, I I don't <laughs> I don't spend money on playing video games. I, I, you don't have phone, to. There's too many to play. You don't have to. Bing does the job for you. Bing rewards, baby. That's 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 all I'm it's using. So sl- it's it takes just... so long. It's it's. I almost I. Ugh. One of these days, the, the the Bing rewards will pay off for me. But it, when you start out, it's so <laughs> slow. Oh. <laughs> You got, you got, you got to do the thing where you, you you do a search and then you just like you know, like backspace uh, like one, one letter hit enter backspace I one did, letter yeah hit, I hit learned hit that trick very quickly just do I that got my daily thing yeah yeah I'm Brendan I'm doing dailies on a search engine I feel like I'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> I feel like I've done a, <laughs> I'm gonna do a qu- one of us I'm gonna do a quiz I'm gonna do a quiz about the capitals of the of the United States like um oh. Lord, but if <laughs> oh my God. but Brendan, uh, do you have anything you would like yeah. to plug? Are you gamifying was... anything mundane in your life? What are you gamifying anything in your your, your life? Uh, if, you are you are you words? like uh, rewards points for going to the grocery store no, and like uh, you, you know, I can't do that. I can't do that. I am like I'm physically incapable, mentally incapable. Wait a minute, isn't keto? No, I was on. Um... Think about it. No. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You might be right. I used to, I, when I did do, when I was into like counting macros and, and, you know, one rep maxes and all that stuff, uh, I guess that is kind of gamifying it. No, I was recently on um, a, a show <laughs> all about Final Fantasy XI. Uh, it's called Voices of Van and DL, and it's run by Basic Guardian. He's a, he does a lot of stuff, but a lot of Final Fantasy XI YouTube content. Um, you can find that I've linked it in on my Twitter at Brendan underscore LH. It's also um, I made a little like announcement video about it over on my YouTube page. So if you're somehow in the tiny, tiny Venn diagram of people subscribed there and listeners here, then uh, you probably already know about it. Um, it was fun. It, I We just talked about the game and a bunch of other stuff. And then at the end, he's a super high end, you know, been playing the game for 10 years and I have a character that's I play off and on again over the last year. So <laughs> he took me to some end game fights and got me some cool gear, which was fun. Nice. So you can watch me fumble my way through that. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm making lots of videos still and still working on a video game. You can catch all that on Twitter and YouTube, which I already plugged. And uh, yeah, that's it for me. And I have really nothing to plug. I know in the uh, nebulous future, most likely not in the next couple of weeks, I will be on hopefully on uh, video game apocalypse hopefully i, I maybe Ooh. maybe i'll snap maybe i'll slide in there make a reserve a spot in uh early october or so for you know what, what game can be coming out in october you just, you, you just talk on matt allen's share they're like hey can hey, i be on matt hey matt hey. matt matt hey i want to talk about metroid can we talk about metroid uh oh, you son of a Hey. No, they're, they're going to bring you on to talk about Crash Bandicoot. No, I, I mean, you know, I, we, we got to talk about the Endless Runner. I mean, it's an untapped market. There's never really been, um, you know. Fucking shoot me. <laughs> and it's more profitable for Activision I'm Blizzard not than any other Crash Bandicoot mm. game. It's funny. No. Um, of course it is. 
But no, uh, besides uh, a, a potential nebulous... Uh... Top five crash games with the level named Snowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's two. Well, I know at least one of the Game Boy Advance games has one, so... Top five commercials where they kidnap a Nintendo mascot. <laughs> Time to a chair. <laughs> no, um, but other than that, uh, in terms of... Like, Beat him by own... a ball and a stick. <laughs> Casino Royale style. Oh my god. <laughs> I got dark. Fuck you, Mario. Very dark, very quickly. Good lord. Leave him alone. Oh. <laughs> but uh, outside he, of that, he's my, not a sexual my, harasser. He's, he's, he's just, just Italian. Italian. Don't worry. Jesus Christ. If you want to, uh, if you want to uh, listen to us here at PNB, obviously uh, anchor.fm slash PNB cast is where you're going to want to uh, go. It's kind of our landing page where you can uh, listen to the backlog, but also. You know, Spotify, iTunes, iCatcher, Stitcher, all that good stuff. We are on any and all podcast services that you may use. So uh, stay tuned. And, uh, hey, if you want to give us a review on any platform of your choice, like if you just – how about this? How about this? How about this? If you want to at me on Twitter, at Tierney, if you want to either link your review or do a quick PMB review on there, I guarantee you I don't care what – He will send you $5 on Venmo. That, 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 I, that, is, not, that is not what I said. He will he pay will pay you for positive reviews. Here we go. That's not what I said. Let's make it happen. Just at me if you want to say anything about PNB, and there's a good chance I'll read it if it's not awful. So uh, he'll just read it. He'll just read it in his personal time. He won't exactly. Say it you know what? I'll, I'll give you if you at me, I'll like your tweet. How about that? He will he will give you a moment of his time to Senpai read two hundred and fifty characters. I sure will. But uh, for myself, and then for. Uh, Brendan and Robert, and for Kayla and TL, have a good one. Shout out to all the homosexuals out there. Is that the new one? I don't know if we should go. Yeah, with I don't that think one. that's gonna stick. I think that's vicarious. <laughs> I think it's, hey, you it's, know it's timeless. Funny? You know, it's funny. Potentially, by the next time we're doing one of these white boy summers, it's gonna we we can rename it. We can call it the husband cast. <laughs> yeah, let's Ooh. fucking go, hubby cast episode one. Hubby cast. Bondo cast. Hub and cast. <laughs> <laughs>